Be ready to smash some meat together. Genuine wrestle boys. Because I took a shot of pump cheese at a bowling alley. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. Spoiler alert, I'm kidding. I'm Derek. Isai. Matt. Zach. And uh, first things first, I'm going to shoot for a second. Uh, quick shout outs to Dr. Blurg. They're going through some shit at work. So... I'm going to keep them in my thoughts. But still, eat shit. Eat <laughs> shit. Yeah. 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 All right. We're about to spoil everything for the no. next two months. Nope. Not happening. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. No, I won't do that. Tommaso Ciampa wins the NXT title. Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> wins the Mae Young Classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's real weird how it work, like how it ends up, but like it works. Honestly, that, I mean, that's the most heel fucking thing he could do. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll start off by some real big news that came out today. Yeah, Last yeah. Man Standing at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still kind of wish it was an I, uh, I quit match for the two of them. But this is I'm not gonna. I mean, but I think maybe I'm just because we just saw Last Man Standing with uh, Shinsuke and AJ. This will be better. Oh, this will be a lot better. But There's a lot more on the line here. No, not as many dick punches. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, it's going to be a, a fucking awesome Until Yano match. runs in. Until Yano runs in. Yeah, wins the NXT title. <laughs> <laughs> then sells it. Yeah, so poor Black. Get he better. Injured, hurt his groin. Torn groin. Ouch. Mm. Glad that Ouch. the initial reports that came out about it being testicular torsion were all apparently jokes. That is good because that means one of his balls is twisty. I know. It's when I read that, I, I had to sit down because I was like, how? Ow. Oh. Happened to somebody I know once. Ow. Same. It was the same person? Well, maybe. We can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's say the first name on three. One, two, three. Me. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, not me. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me, Austin. The person Ow. I know was Grant Rosendick. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I do know Grant. I didn't know that happened. It's fun. Yeah. He's got the word dick in his name. Yeah. 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 Shout out Grant. He's not going to ever hear this. No. I like about Grant, his though. balls on, <laughs> on this podcast. That's the dream. He won't care. A podcast that nah, you don't know fine. exists, like talking about your balls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he knows it exists. Okay. Oh, good. That's not the dream, then. Yeah. Maybe someone on a podcast somewhere is talking about our balls. Hope so. Uh, all right. Sorry, I was just thinking about someone talking about my balls. That's weird. Yeah. Um. Let's. I don't know. Let's just talk about some stuff. Um. I didn't do too much note taking while I was watching wrestling this week. So, um, just talk about Paul Heyman on Raw. Yeah. So uh, the uh, most memorable thing from Raw. I know that, especially on this podcast, a lot of people are getting sick of Heyman. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting to see the beauty of Heyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because he's doing something different. Yeah. It did look very beautiful. No, but I love it. It's like, he's yeah. a fucking, like, method actor. He's just yeah. fucking, he's like, I'm not shaving. I'm crying. Yeah. Like, and he, uh, legitimately, he looks like he's been spending the last week doing so, like, stuff that heartbroken people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked like he was just spending time in a bar, just like, yeah. I could smell just like, old whiskey on yeah, him. Definitely. Like, this is weird. It's through the TV. Yeah. Yeah, and like, it was like what they play like on the Oscar reel, like when they're like about to give 
the award. Like it was just like all filmed, like shot just for that part. Mm-hmm. It was. He was great. For your consideration, Paul. Yeah, Lennon. yeah. I mean, there were too many boogers to be getting an Oscar. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I thought yeah. he was excellent. No, he did it. No, he did a great job. And he should think of another career path if this this doesn't work out. No, I think it's like it's worked fine. out for like fifty years. I think it's worked out fine. Yeah, yeah. but no, it was uh, it was really good. I thought he did a great job. He sell he sold me more in that like couple minutes than the entire entirety of the whole angle. Yeah, for the SummerSlam mm-hmm. match. Yep. Uh, anything else from Raw from any of your memories? I'm, I'm just terrified, though, that this means Brock's retaining, that it's all a big swerve. Oh. So there is. Um, yeah, good. There is some rumor uh-huh. and innuendo <gasps> states nice. uh, that. Uh, Shadow Carter. <laughs> <laughs> mortgage guy. Rumor and innuendo state that time. Um, Freefromrant.com. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But no, uh. Brock Lesnar's apparently been having some meetings with Vince. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. That's literally the most toxic room that has ever existed. <laughs> yeah. Throw some fucking punk in there. Probably a lot of meat. Oh yeah. No, but um, you, apparently punk, he's been you, having some punk, meetings and he wants to do both. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But anytime I hear anything about that now, I'm just like, we'll see. Because I feel like I, I'm not falling for this shit anymore. <laughs> no, but this isn't like uh, WWE's talking about it. Yeah. This is some stories that they're, 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 they've had meetings. Yeah. Because he wants to do both because he has two billion-dollar corporations who want to give him a lot of money to go be on their TV. And if he can get them to say, hey, you can work both of us, he's going to because the one know what Brock Lesnar likes? Money. Money. And Jimmy John's sandwiches. And Jimmy John's. And backwoods hunting. And backwoods hunting. In that order. Yeah. Money, Jimmy John's, backwoods <laughs> hunting. <laughs> Side note, I watched the Cain Velasquez fight for the first time in my life today. That oh, was yeah. that was fun and nice. It was, wasn't it? That was it? a feel good moment. B- big Kane fan over here, so mm. I just I just heard that name for the first time watching NXT. Yeah. Because he was in the audience. And you know, knocked out well didn't knock out, but beat the living shit. A living shit out of Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I've heard, because I'm, I'm not too familiar with Brock Lesnar's UFC career, but uh, anytime I hear people talking about it, here's got a bit of a glass jaw. No, actually, against Shane Carwin, who's a notorious um, just power fucking hitter. Yeah. He outlasted him for the full round because Carwin at that time was just, just murdering everybody. And so um, he was going through diverticulitis. Yeah, that's true. Time, so. You didn't get a uh, you didn't get a hundred percent healthy beast, hmm. but a beast nonetheless. They still fucking. I, so my thing is like if he goes to UFC and is also working WWE, I mean he he's gonna have to be booked continually very very strong on WWE. So yes, probably retaining, and then but if he loses like one fight in the UFC, it's like. Like now, now, now yeah. well, I mean, like but going now, forward like, while holding the universal title, like if Cormier like knocked him out in the first round after com- he like hat was holding the universal title, yeah. that's just like okay, that just like, oh it makes WWE look so much dumber than people already think so it dumb, is. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did like have one fight and he got he got his win taken away because he tested positive for steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From for a couple weeks, WWE was like, oh, WWE looks like shit, and then you know what? God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it'll put a lot of eyes on the product, but it's also like I don't know if that's even a risk worth taking. It, they took it last time, and this is now getting into pride territory for Vince McMahon. 
He doesn't want to lose is. to Dana White. Yeah. Yeah. And but so, he could. I, I mean, I think he has more potential to lose to Dana White by agreeing to such a deal. Because, like, already, I mean, UFC's already based all of their shit basically off the WWE pay per view model, right? For the most part. Is what I've heard. Like, what do you mean? Oh, that's just what I've heard is that, like, the the UFC, like, model for things uh, has been taken a lot. It, of, it is more similar to, U, like, WWE than, like, boxing, which is, like, the other closest yeah, thing. Yeah, like, the way like, they hype, like, pay per views and, yeah. and whatnot. Like it's it's definitely more similar, like how frequent pay per views are, and like yeah. the way they build cards and stuff. Yeah. It's way more like WWE than like boxing. Yeah, the, the thing is that WWE could could also go and just bury the shit out of Brock Lesnar if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make him look weak and try to drop casual fan interest in checking out the UFC fight. Dana White and Vince McMahon, even though like sometimes they talk a little bit of crap on each other, they want to play ball with each other. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Ronda Rousey got like let out of her UFC contract. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's a reason why Brock Lesnar had that fight against Mark Hunt. They want to work with each other. You, uh, Brock Lesnar does not have a contract with the UFC, and to be completely honest, since he still has a date like dates with WWE, they could have made sure he did not show up at that UFC show. Mm-hmm. But they yeah, do it. we'll see. I'm not. I'm fucking not. Like, excited I just. That. I just don't want him holding the title still going into the UFC, but I also I don't want him holding the title in general. But do you think I just want this fucking Roman thing? <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think there's a place in WWE for Brock if he's not holding that title? Yeah, no. I actually do. Like yeah. not right now. Like because hmm. he's held it for so long. That's true. Though. He needs to drop it. Like they they don't have anybody built up strong enough anymore Mm-mm. for like for it to drop and have them catapult. Yeah. Because now, like, whoever he drops dudes, it'll be like, oh, whatever, who cares? And he's been so dominant for so long, I don't see him as a chaser either. Yeah. Like, I see him as he'll lose, go away for a while, come back and win. Yeah. Like, that's what makes sense to me. Like, the only way that they can book him after losing it is he has to be special attraction a few times a year. Yeah. Like he was before all of this. Like, Like, if they, let's say, would have been building up, like... Braun and like this was Braun's pinnacle. You're like, okay, Braun's hot enough. Mm. We put this title on him. He gets that credibility by beating Brock, and he fucking he's our next Stone Cold. Yeah. But like where they're going with this, he's gonna lose it to Roman, who's just gonna be at the exact same level that he's been. Yeah, like Roman. Now he has a red belt. I don't see any difference with Roman having a title or not having a title. I don't see. I see zero difference. It's just gonna be. The same old boring shit. Well, and especially after like people turning on the belt already, like the way like people are already like sick of Brock having that belt. Roman having the belt isn't like people being like relieved, like oh someone else has it. It'll just be same level. It'll be like oh a different champ that we don't like. I would like it if he was a transitional champion. (laughs) I mean, might be. I mean, because you still also have someone with the money in the bank. Yeah, Kevin Owens. I mean, I. I would I mean, love it if Kevin out. Owens walked out of SummerSlam, the Universal Champion. <laughs> Even if it was just for that night. So, it's, but that would bury him. The only thing that I think it would be would be Braun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, do it, do it. Fucking give Roman the fucking belt. Have someone cash in on him. Have him lose it. Have him turn heel. This is what you could do because you need. They want Roman to chase. He's the babyface. Have Heyman turn on Brock, and fucking be a, have Roman be a Paul Heyman guy. Have Braun be a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, you know, I can see that. It'd be a lot better of a mouthpiece for or Kevin. 
Either one. Kevin makes sense. Kevin would be so good as a Paul Heyman guy. Mm. It would be cool to see because you could do more with Paul Heyman that way too because Kevin doesn't need a mic guy. No, it would be more like the CM Punk dynamic. I like it. I want want Joe to be Brock. (laughs) Wrong show. I know, but that's like, besides Lashley, that's what makes sense to me. Ooh, after watching all of this week's wrestling, do you know who I want to be Brock is Keith Lee. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I, I want to bask in his glory. I want to bask in all that glory. I'm, ba- I'm basking in his glory. There's so many guys like on NXT that I'm like, you could have fucking Keith Lee do it. Then you could have like, or Donovan Dijak, whatever his fucking name is. Mustard Dominic Boy. Dijakovic. John. Don- yeah, Dominic Dijakovic or whatever. I mean, the real answer is Undisputed Era. Yeah, all three of them against Brock. Mm. In, a, in, a, in a long coat. I want to see Kyle O'Reilly sell for Brock. <laughs> I want to know what stupid shit he'd come up with. <laughs> You jump so off the top rope into the crowd to Can't sell it. something for Brock. It's just there's nobody that's built up enough to beat Brock. Has it make like to really make it meaningful? Has the biggest championship on WWE ever been this stagnant? Like I know Hulk was the champion forever. I don't. Yeah, that's different. This is boring. Like, and it's especially because both world like both world titles are like in such long reigns at the same time that has never happened before there's never been two world titles in wwe past 250 days each see but i don't i don't care about the aj styles one that one is at least there there's different people yeah this one is just like okay we're just waiting for roman to do it but they're yeah, waiting that, that, on brock to negotiate it's just like it's all the behind the scenes stuff makes it so boring well, it's because it's not that all the behind the behind the scenes stuff to me is actually what makes it like even worth like trying to pay attention to because at least that part's changing. Yeah, and there's like yeah. bumps in the roads and there's different things that are happening because Brock still haven't hasn't actually sided with UFC at all either. Yeah, but it, he's it, in the USADA testing pool, but that doesn't mean yeah. shit. But it just puts a kind of to me it puts a spotlight on like how little they really so, care about the product they're putting on TV. We've been on this fucking path since WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, I've seen this so much. Yeah, that I'm like, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, but like that's why I'm like, like Brock. Then, like before he lost the title to Seth, which is weird to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was also this absent. Like this has happened before. Yeah, this is a new thing. I feel like like I feel like I talk the most shit on Brock, but if. Brock was fighting different people every pay per view. I would like I'd was be, a year ago. I'd be fine with him being the champ. His his first run where he was absent for most of it, he fought Cena. He fought Punk. He fucking then had the fucking three way with Cena and Rollins. And he fought the fucking Big Show. Fucking mm. cares about like that. imagine if Cena had Dragons. returned right now and that is Brock Cena at SummerSlam again. Like, even though we've seen that match and even though, like, we've even seen that match at SummerSlam, it would be interesting again. Yes. Because, like, Cena would be going for, you know, the record-breaking title reign against Brock, who's, like, unbeatable. And, like, just for it being anything different, if it was fucking Randy Orton and again... Yeah, at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam again, <laughs> I would be more interested in it than Roman, even though I don't want Randy to ever win another world title. Like... Or just, you also don't want to see, like, a fucking stuff film. Also, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, 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 I think Brock is getting, first off, they're, they are doing a good job of turning everybody on him. Yeah. And, and I'm, they I'm, have turned the crowd on Brock Lesnar, which is dumb. 
because 50% of your fucking main event, nobody wants to see. Yep. It's not that you'd want to see somebody beat him. You just got, you just pretty much said, hey, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, hey, okay, so here's well, the guy that's. Fuck them both. Yeah, because here's the guy people are already booing for the most mm-hmm. part, depending on like the week, it seems. And then here's a guy that you're you're asking for them to boo this match. You're asking for this is boring chance. It is horrible. I mean, WrestleMania, it fucking, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, the match itself could have been... It is a rumble. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't... I mean, I, I like what they're doing with Brock right now. Like, having him speak for himself and be pissed off and, like, angry or something. Like, just get, I looking like he gives a shit. Uh, I like. And I'm excited for this match. But I don't want to see the... But like, imagine after, yeah. if it was fucking Braun before winning, like, the briefcase instead. And it was still Brock doing this stuff. Or yeah. even if it was Bobby Lashley. Yep. Yeah, Bobby would have been perfect. That, yeah, because, I feel like that's why they brought him in again. He's an MMA guy. Yeah. Not their fucking big old MMA dude. He's an there MMA he guy with a better record than Brock. Like, it was yeah. in Bellator, not UFC. But still, like, you have so much to play and, with there. Yeah. And now he's in this meaningless feud with Elias. But... So I, I go saying Brock gets his bad rapping. Like I understand that why people can get tired of it because the shtick stays the same, but it's because the story and the players have all stayed the same. Yeah, too. Mm, yeah. Because when he was fighting Joe, it was interesting. Yeah. When they find they signed that match with AJ, I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. That match was great. Even too. like before they did the Braun one, they had that Braun match. It like I was stoked on it because I'm like, cool, it'll be fucking two beasts. That match wasn't the best, no. and they had that fucking four way. It was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. But it's just when you have the same story that they tried to do once, didn't work. They tried to do again, didn't work. Tried a third time, didn't work. So fourth time is a fucking charm? No. Shouldn't. No. No. Probably not. Only if you're talking about Champa Gargano. The best match that they ever had was their first match, and they can't top it. Yeah. Because yeah. at that time, Brock was. They didn't tell you to hate Brock. Well, and they just play tug of war with the belt like little kids. Oh my god! Like Roman is exactly the same. He has three moves, and then he runs around a little bit. And beyond that, his character has never developed. Like Mm-mm. he has no like. Cena tried a little bit. Cena tried, <laughs> and like I don't think it was Cena or even Roman's fault that that nothing happened there. Yeah. Like I think it's creative and what Vince wants. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Vince just wants his like blank canvas for Roman. And yeah, but so you can't scared. have that for six years. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. I mean, yeah. we have seen tiny flashes where Roman showed the tiniest little bit of thing, and then it got like taken back, like the like the night after he beat the Undertaker. One step forward, but then like twelve steps back. Yeah, yeah. like the night after he beat the Undertaker. Club. Twelve step club <laughs> was yeah. amazing. Like, just stood there and took soaked in the booze. Like, yeah. The fact that anyone in that company could watch that and not realize that they have the hottest heel imaginable. Yeah. After, like, that night and go with it is mind blowing. And you can just say, hey, you know, you guys wanted to boo me, but I just, I just killed one of your favorites, just destroyed a legend. And you guys have the audacity to boo me. He's going to kill him? He did. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just, it's. I keep coming back to it being boring. Like, I want, I want Roman to be interesting, but Roman and Brock isn't interesting anymore. And I think mm-hmm. Roman Seth, even though it's been done, could be interesting. I Roman mean, Kevin, Roman Finn, like Roman, yeah, because like they've had good matches together, and there's that story where Finn 
beat Roman to get that universal title shot the first time. Yeah. Like, there's built-in story there. Have, like, this is, uh, like, they don't have off-seats in wrestling. Like, they should just, you know, sometimes let somebody go away for a while. Yeah. Roman the, should go away for I a while. I feel like Roman, it's like, uh, almost like a little bit of like a damage-done situation. Like, no matter what, people aren't going to be behind him just because he's been crammed down their throat too much. Get rid of him for... Two months. Yeah, NX, months. NXT does it. Like someone like Lars Sullivan disappeared for a while, came back, and then was in that title match, and it made more sense, and people were more interested because they hadn't been watching him. He was like another like somewhat limited character. Like he has yeah. like one note, but like he'd been gone for a bit, so it made like it made it a lot cooler when he came back. I mm-hmm. I think people want to to cheer Roman. I don't know how many too many people who are actually like fuck him. It's just like the, it's the whole situation with him that sucks. So I do think it if it's one of those things that's just like let people take a bit of a Roman break. Mm-hmm. I I would cheer him when he came back. Just be like okay hell yeah Roman's back, and I got used to him not being here. So I mean I guess maybe that could actually be bad yeah, for like, him. But <laughs> no no absence makes a heart grow fonder. It's true. Dean yeah. Ambrose. I am the, I was the most bored ever with Dean. Before he got hurt, I'm excited for Dean to come back and see what oh, they do with him. Man, it's yeah. me, Dean. Like, I am so excited you, for Jason Jordan. No, because <laughs> excited for Jason Jordan. He's not going to come back for a while. Good. It's not good. His neck's real hurt. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, but still, that was a bad time. <laughs> no, it wasn't his fault. No, and he was doing the fucking best he, he possibly tried. could with that. Like. <laughs> But no, like he, he, his neck's actually pretty fucked. Like they're like, uh oh, he's trying some other stuff now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's because they're like maybe he can come back soon, but they just couldn't clear him. Mm. So now he has to do some other stuff. But yeah, um, I, don't, I can't think of anything else that happened on Raw. Um, there's gonna be a three-way for the tag titles next week. Oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. Hopefully oh yeah, the B team had a new uh, theme song. Yeah. Very oh. quickly got rid of that one that they had already like released online and like publicized and stuff. Like, yeah, it made no sense for them, but still, like, they like published it. Does it yeah. fit them better? I yeah. I didn't I it's didn't a hate goofy it. Ass song. It's goofy, but so are they. I I liked it more when it was like a non goofy ass song. Like, yeah, it's too much goofy shit. Mm. Like, it's true. Is the revival in that match? Yes. Hopefully they win. Uh, they probably won't do a change. They'll probably set up the uh, SummerSlam match. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's talk about SmackDown. Oh, we're, oh sorry. Real sorry. quick on Raw is I, so I've been hearing some things about. Uh, is Matt Hardy been putting out some tweets that he might be on the out? He has. Like he's been hurt too, and also those all started right after. Um, oh my god, I can't remember the wrestler's name whose dad died. Um, Trevor Lee. Trevor, yeah, right after Trevor Lee's dad died, who, you know, had started that, like, promotion with the Hardys way back oh, in yeah. the day. Oh, yeah. Like, which essentially became Omega. They literally, mm-hmm. like, those tweets started the day after that. Yeah, and I, he was just going through some stuff. I think he's going through a hard I mean, that's time. that stuff make you think, and for sure. And he also has been, like, beat down a bit recently. Like, what do you say is, uh... Tailbone and his back are, like, fusing Fusing together, together which sounds <laughs> fucked. Yeah, uh-huh. he, like, posted a, like... The move that basically doctors like say did it to him. Really? Like, yeah. His fucking uh, leg drop. Yeah, the like the leg dr- that ridiculous leg drop that he did forever. Yeah, like, yeah. Which mean. same thing that happened to Hulk Hogan, who did a leg drop his whole career. Mm-hmm. So. Damn, landing on your butt is not good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But no, he's still there. I think he was just more so like, kind of like, reflecting and hurting. Yeah, I mean, like, 
going through a little dark time because it's rough for like it, for them it's like the dude was 50 and passed away like yeah out of nowhere it's one of his it's like somebody that he broke into the business with and like he gotta like be on the same shows as his son you know Trevor Lee yeah and like it's just you know probably real rough for him makes sense I was just wondering because I heard a couple things but it had yeah really, like you know, I don't think his career has a lot more miles in him really but, true yeah it, like but I, I think it's more like just going through a rough time and like being hurt at the same time yeah one thing that was weird to me was so Rhonda and Alicia Fox main evented on Raw. Oh, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, but that also meant that there were only two women segments. Yeah, that was kind that, of that like, was bullshit. And the last uh, one was so far we, into the show. But how many do we usually get? I don't know. Usually two. they're spaced out a little bit. Usually it's two because yeah. like the last like forty five minutes was all the women segments. Mm. Yeah. I guess maybe it's, stacking them on top of each other is a good test to see what it does. It just, well, it just highlight like it feels You're, worse because it highlights how few there are. It, yeah. it does, and like I understand that, but to me, it's like you got like forty five minutes, and actually, it, it's a. I think this was more so like you said, this was a test to see how the third hour would do yeah. with a women's heavy, especially going into like this pay per view, mm-hmm. a women's heavy third hour, because that's when you see your most drop. Okay, and when you have Ronda Rousey. Yep. headlining that mm. yep. be your last segment the last thing you see is Ronda Rousey they're like well, let's see what our numbers do is mm. she a real draw mm-hmm. and the third hour stayed strong yeah, yeah. and so the real answer like, is there should be more than two there yeah. should be more than the two the answer yes. isn't that like the issue isn't that there were like the two in the last set like the last hour it's that there was only two like yeah I, I think people were like more so like getting angry at the fact that like they didn't see anything in the first couple hours. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you really think about it, you, we got, like, probably a bit more time than we usually would. Yeah, Because you'd get that makes a 10-minute, like, first, like, first part of the show, then, like, another 10 minutes in the second yeah. part of the show. Yeah. So instead, we got, like, like closer to 30, 35, 40 minutes. That makes sense. And so it's... People like to complain about things. I like to complain about things. We should be complaining that there should be more... Than just two storylines going at the same time. Of course. With like six people involved in like one just to get everybody on TV all mm-hmm. at once. Yeah. Like, and also make it so it's not just that stupid fucking Bailey Sasha because now they're fucking friends out of nowhere yeah. again. Yeah. Fuck you. 100%. You should be mad at that. <laughs> it's one. They are 100% introducing those tag belts. Yes. And yeah. if it's not the thing, the scenario that I like laid out of for the four horsemen versus four horsemen women thing, Carmella is retaining and it's like, and dude, she you knows she is. And Charlotte and Becky are going team. to be um, the other tag team. There may be a fourth person added to the SmackDown. Though. I heard that oh. Oscar might be, which would be awesome because like, where which the fuck has she could, been? Then mm-hmm. she could win the title. Yep. Get rid of Carmella. Yep. Like, I mean, like just fine. <laughs> I think I think Carmella needs to go but through the back of the line if she they're still to, doing it that her way. Her and Roman just need like a, go a pay, paid vacation. <laughs> her Roman and Alexa can go yeah. hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Go do media. Go do the fun stuff with the yeah. big show. And work, Mark Henry. Workhouse shows to keep getting better. Like, yeah. Um, that's what they really should do. Like people like. Let's say like Alexa or Dana Brooke or mm-hmm. like Carmella, like let me go do NXT. Even yeah, if it's like the yeah. house show circuit in Florida, they don't have to leave, like go too far from home because like they all live in fucking Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no uh, state income tax, brother. One thing, no. another reason why there's not as many women segments is because there's not as many talented women. Well, and, well, the roster is definitely more stacked towards like the male. Yeah, yeah. Like, just look at the percentage. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm excited yeah. for this 
some of this new crop of NXT to go up. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, when we get Shayna, when we get Nikki well, Cross... Well, we talk about the, like, uh, at least the participants from the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Even then. It's so fucking but stacked. Just like, think of the, the stories that could happen with them and, like, the matches we could get. If you think of who was all involved in... Uh, on the Raw women's segments. It was almost every woman they have on the roster, aside from Mickey James mm. yep. and Nia Jax, who was injured. Yeah. Because you know, everybody else in the Raw ones that they missed, because the two women segments, they got everybody. Yeah. yeah. Did Alexa just do commentary? Yeah, she was just, like, hanging okay. out. Like, she's just okay. a part of this angle. Yeah, which it's a good way to, like, not have her be in the ring. Yeah. Because yeah. she is a really good good talker, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, the issue is, like, if you think about, like, the men's roster, like, there's, like, some people who are not as good at wrestling mm-hmm. in the ring but they're great characters Elias Elias like Elias like The Miz has gotten a lot better in the ring but like him for his yeah. whole career you know like that's not his strong point being a character Miz still is not good in the ring he's a lot better than he used to be but his character is wonderful mm. it's fine <laughs> it's fun but like they have stuff like mid-card titles and like more in storylines without the title involved mm-hmm. for the men that make it like possible to give them. Well, they have a fucking like, this like our truth storyline on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They, if you have time for an our truth storyline, yeah. we'll get to we'll get to SmackDown in a bit. You have time for multiple women's fucking yeah. angles, yeah. Like, not so, just like two. Like, like you have a fucking our truth storyline. Come on, there's room for like women like Carmella and like Alexa who aren't as great in the ring but great characters. You just have to have the story, and also like the great workers. You just have to give them storylines, yeah. and actually give them time, and yep. you know maybe more than just the like top title on each and show. Maybe yeah. now that there's going to be a pay per view, maybe the writers will get their ass in gear and use. Well, the, they're going to need their noggins. They're going to need to do stuff to to hype the pay per view. Well, so I think we will I see wonder, some cool like, if this stuff. Be a, Vince kind of knows like what crowd this is going to draw. To be a smarter crowd. Yeah. What if he gives the reins to Triple H on this one? I would, I would hope. That'd be cool. Every time they know they're going to a smarter crowd, like so you know, we read that Paul Heyman and Triple H are the ones helping <laughs> with the show a lot more. Vince was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Or like with two or five live it's sinking under Vince, so who pulls it out? It's Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Now it's amazing. The more things that Triple H can put under his umbrella of this, the I'm happy. Hey Vince, mm-hmm. you got the XFL to deal with. Come on, go deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Go deal with that. Twenty twenty. Come on. <laughs> Failure. You fucking failure. Well, now, because you talked about our truth, I want to talk about our truth. I don't normally laugh out loud when I'm watching wrestling, but our truth. Yeah. He wanted a match against Shinsuke and was like, I'm going to do what everyone else does. I'm going to be Carmella. Yeah. And then Ty Dillinger being like, no, that's not. No, you got to. It's like, I'm not going to fight Renee. Yeah. I feel really bad for our truth because. In the ring, he's still fine. Yeah, like he's in great shape. Um, the crowd dude's likes like him. sixty-five. Yeah, he's, in too. he's in his <laughs> mid forties. Like, I think he's like mid forties. He's yeah, in his mid forties, which is basically sixty-five when you're doing that kind of job. So, um, but he's fucked because one time he got the city name wrong, and that's been his gimmick is that he's dumb as fuck. <laughs> he's like oh. dumbable, but then and kind also, of made, but it's, it's not even dumb. Thought, it's more like maybe like a weird savant because it seems like he understood Shinsuke when he spoke Japanese to him. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I I liked this joke. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. But 
but it's it was like, a joke. It's one out of one hundred that hit with that too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, everything well, he does, kind of he once me up. fought John Cena for the world title on a pay per view. I know. <laughs> Hell yeah! I That's so he teamed with me. the Miz against The Rock and John Cena and The Rock's first match back. Hell yeah. That does not make any sense to my brain. That pay-per-view was one of the lowest Survivor Series buy rates in the pay-per-view era. And they blamed R-Truth and Biz, who then got demoted down the card. That's not fair. Real quick. Ron Killings, R-Truth, is a former NWA champion. (laughs) When that title still meant something. Yeah. So I've never really paid attention to R-Truth in the ring. This match was good. For what it is, like just a couple minutes, just... Hmm? It yeah. was it was fun to watch. He's a great worker. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, still do he sold for he like, sold for his knock. flip drop like drop kick flips and shit. Like yeah. he's very good. What do they call that? Just like his spinning fucking shoulder tackle, the lie detector. I think so. Where he just connects with the shoulder, then spins afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It's like boom, hand spin. Like you don't need to spin afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just show her that he can. Yeah. At least he didn't. Like they don't talk about fucking little Jimmy anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Is that his penis? No, that was an invisible child. (laughs) Hell yeah. He saw like dead kids. No, no, he saw an an invisible, invisible child. Imaginary son. He was a heel at the time. Yeah. Oh. Then he became a baby face. (laughs) Man, what a fucking. He smoked a cigarette once. What a story on that. Uh, He did. That was a thing. Mm He beat what? up John Morrison and smoked a cigarette at ringside. For some reason, somebody had a cigarette at ringside. Very convenient. Yeah. Sandman was there. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, the only other thing I had written down was I just had AJ written down. Oh. You, his promo was great. And maybe promo, that's why. He his, did a really good job. His promo was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still some old Joe promo. No. Yeah. No. It was fine. Like, his whole, like, you have to make sacrifices, like, all this stuff, it, it, it was good. Fuck I my was family. A, I it honestly kind of think he got a little fucking emotional. It was a good response. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But, like, God, Samoa Joe killed him. You're a bad dad, AJ. Yeah, no, I mean, Samoa Joe obviously can speak circles around, like, cut a promo. Everyone. Anyone. Anyone. In, anyone. Maybe everyone in the company right now. But AJ's, AJ's promo. It's, yeah, he and Paul are... Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. Like, yeah. He's a top like in-ring performer. And Paul's the top. But overall. AJ's AJ's I'm promo my, like I, got me way more excited so. for this. Yeah. I want him and Kevin to just have a match, but they just do promos the entire time to each other. So you want them to have a debate? Yes. They tried that once with Scott Steiner and Chris Nowinski about the war in Iraq. Yeah, it didn't oh. end well. Oh, no. Your your ideas they've, they've been tried, man. <laughs> <laughs> work but not with Kevin Wait, and that, did, that didn't end well guess who guess who the heel was the one that was anti-war and an intellectual of course so <laughs> who, Scott Steiner who went yeah. to Harvard <laughs> yeah who legitimately went to Harvard Jesus all I know is Scott Steiner is smart he knows math he actually graduated from uh, Michigan yeah and he's a very successful business owner yeah, yeah. nice he's I think also just batshit crazy oh yes <laughs> did his math in that promo check out yeah they actually did a callback to it, which was really funny. Yeah? Yeah, TNA did a callback to it mm-hmm. with nice. Petey Williams and him. Huh. And it, was, it was a good time. Um, I'm surprised he didn't write down the bar in the New Day. That was it. That was one of the best TV tag matches match. I've ever seen. Yeah. That main event was insane. It was, it was like, really, really that good. That was the only thing I watched all of because I just didn't have time this week. I just watched highlights pretty much of everything. Yeah. And I made sure to make time was for it that. it was the main event yeah, yeah. yeah. i was checked out by then oh, oh man you, go, yeah, you, you checked out at the it. wrong time just you gotta watch it it's it was back in after yeah. five hours of wrestling it's hard 
No, it's not. It is. You're barking up the wrong tree. I know. I got. I got. I get wrestling fatigue. Yeah. So you watch the Master Chef and you come back in. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Master Chef's a good palate cleanser. They that match was it had a lot of time and they did a lot of cool shit. It was I almost loved, half an hour. And, and that was like I was I was kind of checked out all of SmackDown to be honest. Mm-hmm. But then like I saw who's in that match. I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be good. And the bar and like the bar's been gone for a while, so you know they're motivated. Sheamus is feeling better mm-hmm. because he didn't have to bump as much. Yeah. So yeah. like they go out there, they fucking stole the show. And did Kofi do a think impression? No, it yeah, was just a just a white guy impression. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> it was so yeah. good. It was it was hilarious. Um, my the thing I love about the New Day so much is the same way I really like when like comedians I really like do serious roles in mm-hmm. movies. It's the same thing of like they're hilarious, but when they turn it on and it's like straight yeah. face and they can just they fucking do their job and kick ass. They're it's like, incredible it's, wrestlers. It just, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Like that Hell in a Cell match against the Usos. Oh, like, amazing. Yeah, it was amazing because like. There's even comedy spots in that match, but then those comedy spots like turned into like yeah. brutal spots. And, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they're just great. They're so good. Yeah. All right. Good time. And it's the only it's the only thing that made me care about this tag team tournament with for the Bludgeon Brothers. I forgot yeah. that was even going on. And I was wondering why like the my uh, machine gun and gallows were in it. Makes sense because Carl Anderson just had a kid. Yeah. Fourth baby. <laughs> yeah. Cash. Um, his name's Cash. <laughs> um, apparently, nice. it's a miracle baby. Uh-huh. Had uh, umbilical cord wrapped around its head twice and it was tied in a knot. But it's healthy. God and damn it, hangman. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthy and yeah. it's good. So, I, I, now it makes sense, like, knowing that his wife was about to, just, yeah. at any time, they're probably like, hey, brother, like, we know, like, you're good to go. Yeah. And so, I hope they do more with Giles and Anderson when they come back. <laughs> yeah. Hope the Bludgeon Brothers lose. They probably and then will. Luke Harper has a singles run. I also hope that. I mean, I just listened to him on was it uh, Edge Christian. Christian? So mm-hmm. good. And, and on any podcast, there's a reason why he like, he's a favorite of everybody. And like when he was with the Wyatt family, everybody had those shirts that just said "Yeah, yeah, yeah,", yeah. that they all made mm. because he's a fucking good dude. Mm. And like, he's consistently like one of those dudes that's like. Anytime you hear wrestlers talk about who like the most underrated workers in the world are, he's always in that conversation. Yep. Now and now would be the time to to really give him like a, a run at like the U.S. champ or something. You know, like just to, to get him in that picture. Do because, something. I mean, and they're they're so high on the fucking like indie wrestling shit right now. The, every episode they're doing little calls to like bingo halls and like indie darling stuff. And now would be the time. Like Brody Lee was huge, right? Like, like he think, wasn't like. He wasn't that big in indie wrestling. Mm-mm. He was just very respected. Like yeah. he came from a very small, not he hot was like area. Really, yeah. Like Chikara and like CZW. He wasn't like Ring of Honor. Yeah. He wasn't doing like big time indies. Like, but he's, he's like a notable wrestler who was an indie wrestler before he came, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I I think that. It, he wasn't. It, a, he wasn't an indie darling, though. Yeah, but they just. But they're so into that on <coughs> WWE right now is referencing the indies and stuff mm-hmm. because they know that's what people fucking love, like, or like you know a certain variety of fans love. Yeah, yeah. and stuff. So why not give Luke Harper a, a singles run at like a mid card mm-hmm. belt? See how he does, and maybe put him up in that fucking main title pick. Yeah, yeah. I well, just. I, I just thought about Orton versus Harper. That was a good match. That was great. Oh, it, it yeah. was a good match? Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, it was great. Like I just feel like now, 
Now oh. that I like Randy. Oh, I thought for a you minute. were talking about oh, no. the one that happened. No. Oh, like yeah, that was good. That was like one of the most disappointing things in the world. The how f- much they fucking botched Harper's part of that feud, and then like didn't give him the singles run that they looked like they were doing. Like, because it looked like they might be doing so many cool things with him, and then yeah. that feud stunk. And then I, what they did with it. I stunk. feel like his Damn. series of characters have stunk. If he was just a normal guy, or maybe just like a backwoods guy, not like a bludgeon brother. That's what he was they for the done three so fucking weeks that he was a baby face. Yeah. Like, separate from the Wyatts. Just yeah. wearing big Dean Ambrose clothes. <laughs> it was. It was either, and they were on the same show at, the, at that time, too. It was really obvious and weird. Yeah, it's... He's oh, really my God. good, though. Like, his... They should uh, have a twins tag with, team. His ladder match with him and Dolph Ziggler for the IC title was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Too. His involvement in the WrestleMania 31 Intercontinental title match was fucking great. And I, I don't know enough about the career of Eric Rowan, but he's someone I could do without. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it back when he was, they're trying to do his baby face run, and apparently he was a vintner, <laughs> was a genius. Um, yeah. Baby doll heads? No, this is before doll heads. Okay. And they called him Big Red. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it like was so soda. Real Who would time. ever think for like four or five? Months. Oh, and he had like Wait, Big Red was a weird like belly dance music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would ever fucking look at that guy and go, babyface? Like he's no. just not. Like Harper makes some sense because he there's a weird charisma about him. Yep. Like you just want to Thursday. Like, you know what that means? Yeah. Like what the fuck? He has the best like Twitter account in the world. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes he actually tweets now. Yeah, because he, he has to for promotional things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a TV show. Please watch it. it it's weird. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I missed when they called them Big Red and had some baby like not baby belly dance music. I'm gonna fucking play it on my phone right now. Nice. This was his music. This makes sense right now. Yep. Also, he uh, he played the harp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like I like that. That's pretty. He good. played the harp, made wine, was just a, a hyper intelligent person. Like, well, yeah, harp means smart. Yeah, exactly. Making wine, he's smart. He's a vintner. Yeah, they won eighty. Do you know about wine? That means you're. Eclectic. I don't know. Actually, a kid that I went to like junior high with owns a really successful wine company that he started now, and he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> my friend Brandon and I made wine in a bucket a couple times. Brandon we're not, Mills. Yeah, we're not too smart. <laughs> <laughs> How is Brandon Mills? Good. He just had a baby. Oh, yeah. Shout out Brandon Mills. Yeah. Mm. Love you, Brandon. All what right. Is? Let's talk about the G1. Can we, can we talk about punk first? Yeah, yeah, sure. Fuck you, CM Punk. Dude, that's look hard to say. I, look what hard. I had written down. Isn't that hard to say, though? I watched, so I watched Bruce Prichard talk about Something CM Punk. With. And, like, he said that if Punk didn't went to TNA instead of Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. that wrestling would have been the same right now. No. That's no. a fucking I, I, dumb I thing to say. I was telling Derek this before we were recording. Prichard wasn't in the company anymore when Punk was on top. Like... I don't think he and he like has admitted to not having paid any attention to it mm-hmm. for years after he left. Like, so he got fired in like '09. Yeah. So, I don't think he has any perspective on how influential Punk actually was to things changing. Yeah. But and I don't think he would ever admit that. So. Yeah. So for context, what's going on with CM Punk? 
Well, he's a big jerk, which we already all Well, okay, let's... Well, you didn't give any context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am moving care. on. <laughs> um, no, so what happened was, after all of his legal issues um, have been resolved, there's the whole bill thing for it. Well, he had told his one-time best friend, Colt Cabana... That he was gonna put the bill for him. Hey, I'm gonna 100% got you. I 100% got you covered. I'm gonna take care of you. I drag you into this. Like it's my fault that you're here. You shouldn't be yeah, here. He but promised Colt Cabana he was gonna pay for his court fees. Correct. That was like the implication. In the middle, it, and there's evidence showing that he said that. That's true. There's like texts and stuff. And there's an agreement signed that everything was gonna be billed to Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk. Um, in the middle of this, they have a falling out. And then he, like, very pompously pretty much said, like, this is how much I've spent. Half of this is yours. You need to pay this. Like, you can fight this. That's fine. But you should do the right thing, even though I gave up on you doing that a long time ago. Which is the most fucking, like, CM Punk, like, bitter, mm-hmm. like, stab. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cole Cabana is by no means a rich man. No. Is he-, he works his ass off... In bingo halls. He works, like, he works his ass off in independent wrestling to get where he can make a living and live comfortably and have money. And he's a known, like, frugal person. He's like a no Mick Foley type, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And it seems like he'll take any show, whether it's $100 or 5000 Yeah. CM Punk, on the other hand, got paid for getting his ass handed to him in two UFC fights. Mm-hmm. A copious amount of money mm-hmm. on this contract. He gets... A ton of money just from his merchandise selling at Pro Wrestling Tees. Mm-hmm. One of the top sellers, aside from Bullet Club, um, he has done... He's like a comic artist, isn't comic, he? Comic you, book... You don't make shit in comics. Comic yeah, book writer, but also then his... He's in TV shows now. He did like some MTV show. He mm-hmm. did... He's doing this other one to be on Netflix. Like, so it's safe to assume Punk's not hurting for cash. No, no. no. And he owns his and name he, and likeness. And he made so much money in WWE. There's no way he spent that. He was a that. top guy for like four years. Yeah. There's no way he spent that. And the f- amount of merch he still sells like, and sold while in WWE like, does pretty fucking well. And, and so it sounds like what he's saying to Cole Cabana is that pretty much Cole... Is, is to pay like almost like five hundred thousand dollars or half of five hundred something thousand yeah. dollars, and because then what happened is Colt went and retained after everything was just got really weird. Um, he went and got his own lawyer and had to pay that anyway. So Colt was like already had to pay another lawyer, and his lawyer was really good. Mm-hmm. And so it's just uh, so now Colt Cabana is suing CM Punk for like over a million dollars for like punitive damages and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And, yeah, which. Honestly, like, it's... As somebody who's a CM Punk fan, like, him blocking me on Twitter aside, because I mean, I deserve that one. But, um... It gets harder and harder to fucking keep being a fan of CM Punk, just knowing, like, he's a fucking dick. That's a real shitty thing to do. Like, like, he didn't do anything, like, outwardly shitty. Like, like Enzo. But, like, what he's doing to, like, a very good, seemingly good person... Like, Colt Cabana seems like one of the most genuine people, and he just, it seems like such a good dude. If and one like, of your best friends is going to sue you, yeah, like, that's the thing that I think, like, uh, that I, I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, they were best friends. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. because, like, like, him and Colt had a falling out, and I, like, 
there's different like speculation on what it is. I'm not gonna speculate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah has been there, but um, but if it has to do with money, that that gets in between people all the time. But it wasn't before. Their falling out was before this. Their falling out was before the money part happened. Yeah, yeah. It was something that because when Punk wouldn't throw jabs like that in, if he was. Like, they're buds. If they're buds, he's still going to pay because I think Punk sometimes also has this weird hero complex. Yeah. And, like, a savior complex. Yeah. But if you wrong him... Then you're going to feel his wrath. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like Vince. I, so, there, actually, there's, I was... There's some parallels there. I was going to just say, because somebody tweeted about that, like, how they're so similar. Like, I think that's why they didn't yet did get along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they are... And I think that's probably why CM Punk resents, like, Vince and WWE so much is because he, like, saw himself in that. And he's like, yeah. fuck, mm-hmm. I am him. And he wanted to, like, be like, no, I'm better than this. Like, self-made, always driving to be the best. Like, that's Even CM Punk. Even if it Punk. Is, like, makes you leave people behind. Like, yeah, like... Like, like he, that's in his documentary. There's like, so many people that, like, how he has... He has burned... So many fucking bridges. Yeah, Corey Graves? Corey Graves. Like, that mm-hmm. one was very recent and very public. Yeah. And Corey, like, Corey Graves was probably a little tipsy when he did all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, CM Punk held his fucking kid before he did. Jesus. Yeah. They were that close. Yeah. And, like, he just fucking, like, out of nowhere, just shuts him off. Because yeah. Corey Graves was associating with WWE, is it yeah, time? yeah, that's and even like after he had left, like they were still friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like a little bit down the road, he's like, it's like his grudges are like delayed and they come out later. He he's a very weird person. Yeah, like Hornswoggle has a story on a shoot interview mm-hmm. where he asked him for a mutual friend's number, somebody that they were both friends with, mm-hmm. and he said Hornswoggle was using him and that was wrong, and he was never going to talk to him again. And they used to be good friends. <sighs> Yeah, uh, is it? Yeah, it's a bummer reading that. I I hope it all works out. It just shows his true fucking colors. Yeah, yeah. that like he's a selfish prick. He's a like, fucking asshole. Yeah, and like I don't know. I guess like if I mean that's not new information. Matt, either. if I got you sued, and I said, hey, you know what? I, we're gonna win this. I got you covered. Because let's just say I had, I had you know big bankroll for an attorney for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would get you covered. He would, th- yeah, especially if you're going to say you're going to do that, like, you fucking do it. Especially yep. because they got a, a, they got a and d first. So yeah. they actually had a window of time where they could take it down, everything goes away. And Cabana talked to Punk, like I said, I read the whole thing, and he was like, no, I got you 100% covered, got an attorney, leave it up. So if left to Colt Cabana, I mean, like, this is all speculation, but this whole thing could have even been avoided, potentially. Yeah. Yep. If he could just take, yeah. Mm. And so. like the thing for like Colt is like his career probably like and his the popularity of his podcast and stuff probably wouldn't have changed any if they had actually taken it down, like looking no, back on it. Because not. like no, it would have become a mythical thing. And then I mean if we go And it's still people it, you could have found it downloaded it instantly. It's behind so. his paywall, which I don't pay for on with Stitcher Premium and I've listened to it yeah. since then. Like it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's go and think about this. The Gawker, Hulk Hogan, fucking thing, that trial. Yeah. Hogan was able to sue because he was no longer going to be in WWE. By having Punk go on his podcast, he knew that it was effectively going to blackball him from ever working with WWE again. He was done. 
Mm-hmm. So right then and there, he made a pretty big sacrifice. He gave up a ton of like what could be potential income, especially because this day and age, this year, twenty eighteen. I could see, especially with like the, some of the people that are in place in WWE in NXT as producers, like the fucking like Regals and the Matt Blooms and Adam Pierce being a yeah. producer. Who's Adam Pierce's biggest rival on the independent circuit? I know you guys don't know, but it's Colt Cabana. <laughs> they had a seven levels of hate yeah. series, and I got to see Colt Cabana get lit on fire. Damn, Jesus Christ. that. I mean, like, good point. Like, there, yeah, there's probably a lot of missed opportunities with WWE. He now. sacrificed so much for his friend, and like was essentially blackballed from a company, even though yeah, he probably had no intentions of going there. But he, right before Punk left, but what a, what a way for Triple H to was, stick it to Punk than hire Colt Cabana. Yeah, that's true. But right before Punk left, Homeboy was doing some auditions for um, it's fucking uh, commentary. Yeah, oh. God, he'd yeah. be so good. Even if it, even yeah. if it was never, yeah, yeah. Even if it was never a full time thing, like him going to WWE or anything, like if he like didn't have, like if he had just like a clean slate with the company, besides like his run being kind of shitty there, you know, like that happens. But like he, they would have one hundred percent given him those like guests, like coaching, yeah. sp- like trainer spots yeah. for like, oh, come down for a week, help out, like Braxton Sutter just was there. Yeah, like that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah, like Rocky Ramiro, who was signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling, was a guest trainer. Damn, yeah. because he's great friends with Matt Bloom. Yeah, it's just it's a bummer because like. Like, when you listen to Colt's podcast, he interviews these dudes who are, like, 60 and still wrestling, and he's like, I, I don't want that to be my life. Like He's, he's really on the fence about it. He's kind of, like, having a little crisis right now. Because mm-hmm. he is getting up there. Yeah. And he's just like, I've been doing – he's kind of been in the same spot for a long time, and, like – I don't know. Especially yeah. throwing this in, it just it sucks because I really like Cole Cabana, and I'm, like I, I'm rooting for him in this case. Of course, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Like, you'd be stupid not you to. See, you see Punk burning bridges left and right. Yeah, and it's the same story every time somebody wronged him, and he's this fucking this overly self righteous. Like, it's yeah. very much he has a, he has that old timey wrestler mentality like Brett. Well, his ego like, he just has a, he has has a massive. Brett ego. at least forgave Sean and they hugged. Yeah, but like yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's Punk more bitter than Brett? Yeah, well, of course he is. CM Punk is well, you know, probably uh, the most bitter person alive. <laughs> I, I uh, saw this on the uh, the Wrestling Observer. My uh, uh, Dave Meltzer talked to me about it, and uh, yeah, I think uh, Punk is way more bitter than I am, and uh, yeah, I give him at least twelve out of ten Bretts on the bitter scale, uh-huh. and I'm ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, I, I you're uh, the bread of the scale. You're- I mean, it's. Uh, he could tell me tough shit because, like, wow, that's bad. I mean, I never had Shawn Michaels sue me. <laughs> I think that the only people potentially ever to be more bitter than CM Punk at the WWE are Nails, who... Where he tried to... Chuck Jones? What? He's the singer and guitarist of the band Nails. No. Okay. okay. No, he is a person who um, tried to... Fake that Vince McMahon was groping him oh. and started yelling, yelling for people, even though like it was absolutely not true. And then like, also tried uh, to choke him because he was mad about his SummerSlam pay. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And then maybe Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner says some shit about WWE these days. Yeah. Like he does not give a fuck. Even like, then, I don't think he's as much better. He's as just, he just 
is absolutely like out of his mind. Out of his mind. Yeah. Like Nails is the only person ever to be more bitter. Ultimate warrior maybe for a minute. Yeah, but he was just a asshole. He was just general, a garbage so. human. He was just a garbage man. It's just it's a bummer. Do you think <laughs> no, he's actually still good, even though I got fired a few years ago. Also a garbage man. <laughs> or literally a garbage man. It's just a bummer because like the entire reason wrestling even sparked an interest in my mind was because of CM Punk. And well, like one of my favorite guys growing up, like when I was a very, very little kid was Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the like the feud that really got me into wrestling was Kurt versus Brock. Like and thinking back on that, it's like wow, I'm so bored and just hate Brock. Brock yeah. said some very horrendously hateful things about mm-hmm. people like me. Yeah. Like, so, like, that happens. And, like, yeah, like, he didn't, like, what Punk did is, like, in my mind, comparable to that and, like, how much it's affecting me. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, you're being shitty to a good person. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not saying anything racist. You're not hurting Being anybody. Somebody, like one of the few people that stand by him. Yeah, for, like yeah, yeah, everything, and like be like a genuinely good friend, and mm-hmm. be a genuinely good friend who's like letting him take this platform that uh, Cabana has built, and go out and tell his story and get that off his chest and have that very cathartic moment for him, and just to then be this fucking piece of shit that he is. Yeah. And this very just self-centered, like... He, yeah, it's like... Super ego. This is a very small way of doing this. It'd be like if I invited O'Shea to go get food with me. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, fucking big bonus, I'm buying. Mm-hmm. Then he comes, I'm like, hey, you have to order what I want or I'm not paying for you anymore. Mm-hmm. And he didn't bring money. Because yeah. he's like, it's on me. I'm like, no, you're getting a fucking turkey sandwich mm. at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> That's not what you get there. Exactly. <laughs> that's what he has to get. They do have good burgers. And mac and cheese. No, turkey sandwich, though. <laughs> I know. And mac and cheese. Turkey mac sandwich and, on white The mac and bread. cheese is eatable. Um, like wheat bread that I, bu- I brought in my pocket. Jesus. Pocket bread? Yeah. <laughs> I only that's eat pocket dogs, not pocket bread. That's fair. I'm just saying, it'd be like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. you, like he's going to do something nice for you, but it has to be all on his terms. Because it's not that he's being nice. It's like, you're... You're useful to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he needed to make sure Cabana was going to be on his side in this case. And especially when you start off that case, if you can make sure that he's going to be useful to him and not, like, let's say, selling him out or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, if it also makes you feel any better, my second favorite wrestler growing up was Benoit. <laughs> well, like, same here, it, dude. It, it fucking, uh, yeah. like, it, yeah. like. I can't talk about Benoit. I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, still one of the best. What? Well, okay, he had a brain injury. Yeah, a traumatic he's brain a vic- injury. He's also a victim. Like, in all of this. He's also a victim, but it doesn't erase what yeah, he did. Exactly. Like, he murdered it's, his son. It's comp. It's complicated as fuck. Like, which is why how and I feel he about it. His like, wife. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He and let, it, he let yes. one of them. One of them was dead for a day before he got the other one. You yeah. know. It no. It's like it's completely fucked. But like. But the argument that he wasn't in his right mind. He, he he it, yeah wasn't in his most right mind no but at the same time there was still some consciousness oh yeah he yeah because yeah. okay. there was somebody that he had I think he killed Nancy first yep left a Bible by her and they were not religious oh and then the son the next day and then himself after then calling like 
Chavo and calling WWE and like saying, oh, we, like everybody's sick, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's, I think trying to find ways to maybe get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's fucking well, crazy. I redact my feelings. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so like, it's hard to even like sort through all of it. It's, it's a like, lot. I've watched a lot of stuff. I've okay. listened to a lot of podcasts. I listened to some podcasts about mm-hmm. him too. Meltzer and Jericho and then Jericho and Nancy Benoit's sister. sister. Yes. Uh, right. Last right. podcast on the left did a really good one on Chris Benoit. Yeah. Really in depth. I don't know if it's the right word. Jericho, like, he felt so guilty because he, like, didn't answer the phone one day or something. Mm-hmm. That's, like, I don't know. Man, yeah. But yeah. It, it's fucked. Silver lining. It woke the WWE up a little bit mm-hmm. to, like, for brain injuries positive, and stuff like positive that. Positive changes have come from a very tragic and horrible event. Yeah. yeah. But, like, as far as, like, punk goes, like, it sucks so bad when, like, your heroes end up being shitty. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it That's absolutely does. Don't like, your yeah, no heroes. Mm-hmm. Which, Merge. like, I don't Merge. I don't always agree with because I've met peop- some people I look up to a lot who are absolutely worth meeting. Yeah. But, like, Same and it's right. and it's worth at a level, too. If you meet a hero and he's shitty or you find out that your hero's shitty, like, it's better to know that than yeah, not. Yeah, of course like, it is. It, I don't want to be spouting off like positive things about someone who's a piece of shit. Yeah, like, like that's how we get to the point now where like people are wanting Hogan to come back because yeah. they had such a long period where they looked up to him, not thinking of him as a big piece of shit. Yeah, like he was, he was a real American. He fought for the right of every man. Well, every white man. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, just implied. Yeah. <laughs> um, <As> the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like... Didn't fight for me at all. <laughs> no. Probably called me a Brazown guy. <laughs> probably, said some, probably said some unfavorable things, I might guess. Yeah. If I had to. But, yeah. Punk sucks. I still think his career was wonderful. It right. sucks because it's really hard to separate... The art from the artist, especially with him. Yeah, he is so because it's the same. He lives so, the fucking gimmick. It's so close to like what his gimmick is, and it's like, like it'd be one thing if like he like had this giant gimmick, like was, he was fucking Doink the Clown, but no, he's fucking CM Punk. That's the name he owns. Like people still just call him Punk. Yeah, he was announced in UFC as CM Punk. Like, he gets mad at people in public if they call him Phil. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just hard to separate that. Yeah. Yeah. CM Phil. <laughs> CM Phil. Fuck you, Philip. Philip Brocks. Philip Jack Brooks. Yeah. Philip Crocs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck CM Punk. Jerk. I'll still wear that shirt probably. Yeah. And like, even um, all of this is to say, like, if you, like, it's still possible to go and enjoy his work, but oh, yeah. like, it's so I hard still to will. Like, Yeah. Like, he, what he's doing is shitty and terrible. Like, mm-hmm. but like, if, it's still possible to, like, enjoy his work and realize what it did, but mm-hmm. you just gotta, like, put an asterisk next to it and go, but... Yeah. Right, it's like, yeah, that match was seen as amazing. Sucks that he's an asshole. Yeah. But, like, and that's another thing. It's not surprising. He's always been an asshole. No, it's well-documented that he's <laughs> yeah. been an asshole, but also well-documented that he's done amazing things. But now it seems like it has shown the light of, like, he's done amazing things for people when they have played by his rules and he deems it yep. worthy. Fucking power hungry, selfish piece of shit. Eat yeah. shit. So, there's some pretty big news that kind of just happened within the last few minutes. Is it spoilers? It's going. Uh, just, just say it. So, there's a competitor within the Mae Young Classic, which I wanted to 
go through and talk about the yeah. least competitive we thing. Uh, we can kind of go to that next. One of them, Tegan Knox, the former Nixon Newell, who just got back from uh, bowling out her knee, essentially. Mm. Broke her leg today. Oh, fuck. Oh, Other no. leg. But Dur- during the classic? During the classic. That means that match is insane, right? It means something happened. Something yeah. bad happened. And, and I'm not saying what kind of match it was. I'm sure. not saying against two, but it's very... That's a bummer. Very, that sucks very so big bad. bummer to see that because she. this was like her first big coming... She like, got hurt right before last May Young Classic and fuck. was supposed to be in it. They should just not let her do any more May Young Classics. Like, she's out. Yeah. Just but she's really good, and it's her other leg, and it's not like a structural thing like... Her ACL, MCL, I think she did the trifecta, ACL, MCL, PCL, Mm. but it's not good. Yeah, she was out for over a year and, like, hadn't even made her NXT TV debut yet. Like, Like, that's your livelihood, too, like, when you think about it. She's really young and really resilient, so hopefully we will see a lot more of her in the future. Um, During the tapings, Triple H came out and addressed it, Mm -hmm. just because, like, uh, apparently it just hushed the crowd. People were, like, genuinely like, oh, shit. Yeah, but I mean, so they, are they still going to air that? Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll cut around it creatively. Yeah, they won't show her leg breaking or anything like that. Yeah, it'll be like fucking Sid Vicious. No, oh fuck, I almost threw up. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, that's a good one. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's real gross. But yeah, that sucks. But yeah, um, talk about the um this yesterday was it was it yesterday they did this? Yes, they did. Yeah. The. Uh, what do they call it? Championship? The um, Tour of Champions? The Parade of Champions. Parade of Champions. Oh. They um, announced all the participants in the May Young Classic 2. But not, yeah. the, not the bracketology or anything? No. no. That'll be the week before, so we don't have the brackets right That'll be the yet. last Wednesday of, of August. I will say okay. this. They are taping yesterday and tonight, and there's a final set. Hell yeah. 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 And yeah. we should also mention that the rele- they're releasing it differently this year. It's going to be weekly. Weekly. Weekly episodes instead of all at once, which is so which much better. Which makes sense. But I was like, they have to do it that way because if the final is in October at that pay-per-view, they can't release everything early yeah. August, late August, early September, and then have everyone wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot better. They're, it's going to be uh, following NXT, so it's a great lead-up show for yep. it. Yep. It's perfect. Yeah. And so now I have... Three three hours Monday, three hours Tuesday, two hours Wednesday. Yeah. Two for my resume, which is still about ten more hours left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, That's speaking like, of that, what did you think of that uh, Hideo uh, Ali oh, match? Oh, 205. Yeah, before we get into that. Yeah. That was fucking great. So good. So good. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, every time he's on TV, is the most compelling person. Yeah. And mm. heel Hideo Tommy is awesome. He's he just wants fucking respect. fucking dick. Uh, he hits hard. Because he doesn't respect him. Yeah. You gotta respect him. He'll just kick him right in the face. That's Which mean. he did. He's so good. Yeah. But no, great match. Lucha House Party uh, versus uh, Murphy and Tony Nese. I thought that was really fun, too. And so, 205 Live is just consistent. Every week it's just really good. Yeah. yeah. And this next week we're going to get Akira Tozawa versus Leo Rush. Oh, my and God. And they actually did do... Um, they're putting Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander on SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Since we're still recapping stuff, can we talk about that bonkers Velveteen Dream? <laughs> PC3 oh, yeah. pool fucking scene. 
As EC3 uh, went pink in, filter? As EC3 tweeted, In Your Eyes by Phil Collins, because he, his face oh, Peter was... Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, yeah. fuck. Same person, just They sound... They, 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 they're both in Genesis. Mm -hmm. one, is, one is the Disney <laughs> version of the other. That's fucking true. But because he, you can just see his face in Velveteen Dream's glasses through the whole thing. It was so just silly. It wasn't good enough to be, like, funny. I wish it was sillier. Did it any was... of y'all notice that it's the same fucking pool that Oscar used to hang out at? Hell oh, yeah. really? It's the part of the same mansion that they have. Mm -hmm. I was like, the whole... I wonder whose mansion that is. That's where they live. They're also filming a real world style show you can only get on the dark web. That's <laughs> not true. Uh, I was. It was like what, maybe two, three minutes total. That it was a. I I liked that it wasn't too weird, but it was yeah. weird enough. It was weird. It was it was horny. Y'all, oh, it yeah. was a horny segment. <laughs> Every time Velveteen, Velveteen Dream is constantly horny. I, I, I like yeah. it because it's like EC3 doesn't necessarily play into what yeah, he's Vel like, Velveteen Oh, okay, what's up? You want me to come here? Yeah, and he doesn't like try to get really weird because he's yeah. a different, a totally different type of I weird. I think yeah. his character is too dumb to know what's happening. Ki yeah, I, like, I think he's like, he, it's almost like if you ever watched um, any of his stuff as Derek Bateman. Mm. He's just like super, just odd person, mm. and that's like even like how he is in real life, and how like Trent Beretta is. Oh man, listening to like interviews with EC3 is also one of my favorite things in the world because he mm. just seems genuinely super nice, but also fucking bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's like I think it's like Velveteen's weird, and he tries to be like Mystique. Does this Mystique and like. But uh, EC3 is just like, I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought you were going to throw me in the pool. He's also very self-aware of how crazy he is. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, it's three feet of water. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. in interviews, he talks about how, like, socially anxious he is and stuff. So you know how, like, self-aware he is about everything. Mm -hmm. And he brings that into his character. Like, and it just makes it really cool. Yeah. And the fact that last week he called himself the BDE of NXT was uh, the best. Hell, yes. EC3, the BDE of NXT. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I... I, I love it because it's two different sides of weird, and it's like this very sexual, weird mystique of Velveteen Dream, and then there's just like fucking bonkers ass, like like super rich, good looking guy. That you're yeah. like, oh, this guy should be super normal, unless like probably thinks he's like better than everybody. He's just fucking nuts. The first time yeah. I saw him, I was like, I'm getting real fucking Tito Sabatelli vibes. Yeah. And then you hear he him talk. He, he hear looks him talk. like a giant douchebag, but uh -huh. he's not. He's awesome. Watch his best friends with Trent and Chuck. Yeah. And you really get a sense of how weird he is. Cool. He's mm -hmm. fucking crazy and he calls himself fucking crazy. He got his lip busted open in a match with Matt Hardy and Impact. And then he was talking to Kurt Angle and He's like, oh, man, your lips bust looks... And he, he's a known tobacco guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, looks like you can't take a dip. And he grabs the can. He's like, no, Kurt, I'm fucking crazy, just like you. Puts a giant <laughs> dip in. And he said it hurt real bad. <laughs> I just can't wait for the day, and I hope it happens, where he just has a weird run-in backstage with Jake Maverick. And Jake Maverick's wearing his suit that has EC3's face all over it. Because that's a thing that he owns. Yes. I like, love that. Hey, it's a nice suit you got. Looks familiar. <laughs> um, Keith fucking Lee. Keith fucking Lee. I, so this was my intro to him. Yeah, same. He's fast as hell. Mm -hmm. He's big, but then he can also like, like he has flip. A, he has a belly, but it's like a square belly. He has abs no. in his belly. He has he's, he's NFL ripped. lineman belly. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's like a square belly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mario but, put it perfectly. He's over 300 pounds, but moves like a cruiserweight. Yep. Yep. I just wish that he had kept his fucking principal hair and facial hair that he had <laughs> at TakeOver. He definitely had that fucking, like, that principal. He's like, I don't, I don't take shit from any of yeah. you those brats. Mm. But you know what? Come talk to me. Because seeing a <laughs> yeah. dude that looks like a principal move like that is the He's still weirdest thing. Like, he's going to be the dad of NXT. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Basking his glory. Dads just is, aren't supposed to move that fast. Is Marcel Barthel, is he like normal size? Because he looked tiny compared to Keith Lee. He's a, a decent sized person. Okay. Because mm-hmm. like, it looked like he was fighting a cruiserweight. Also, and I think that added to it too. Um, Marcel is a really good wrestler. Okay. Um, he used to be uh, actually with... Um, Alexander Wolf in Germany. Oh shit! And a and was, Walters out in this group ring comp. So because mm-hmm. they were building it as his debut too. Yes. Yeah. So is he like actually gonna do something or is he just jobbing? Um, certain guys that aren't the very top one percent. One percent. Um, their debuts are usually a loss. Yeah. Okay. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish both lost to Alistair Black mm-hmm. on their right. debuts. It, it seems like in that sort of case, it's it's all. Your best bet, Keith Lee. That was his debut, and but, uh, but unless whatever. you have like, like yeah. they even try to get storylines and gimmicks for everybody. I mean, Kona Reeves had been on TV a ton. Mm-hmm. They took him off TV, repackaged him. Now, now it's his real debut. Mm-hmm. It's but, his character, the finest. Yeah, Angelo Dawkins has been there for fucking thirty years, but then his the Street Profits. They have all their fucking like Snapchat ass. Yeah. Fucking vignettes, and then it's Angelo Dawkins is a different mm. thing now. Yeah, I, I really hope they don't throw Keith Lee in with them. They won't. They won't. But he's like, a, he's a fucking star. Yeah. Like, no, the, they they don't give anybody that kind of debut. The reaction he got when he came out was insane. It was like I felt like the it was like fucking someone was playing a clip worked, from when the Beatles yeah. were coming to the US and people were crying and screaming. Okay. Mm. And yeah. so Evolve is, does a ton yeah. of Florida shows. Think about him and Big E. I want him and. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic to uh, have a match again because at Bola last year is that their five star? They had a fucking five star match where these two massive human beings just did every move. And they're like different types of giant, and both are way yeah. more agile than they should be. I want Keith versus Lars. Mm-hmm. That'd or be a perfect Keith versus weirdly turning heel Cassius right now. Oh like, yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I, Let him turn heel. I, I want him to hurt he, people. I skipped it because he was fighting a jobber. Oh, dude, oh, go no. back. No, go fucking back. Those are the it's matches so you, good. You have a guy who hits like him. You want him to fight a jobber. You know when he's fighting a jobber that he's gonna smack the shit. He's gonna fucking he hurt did. him. Mm-hmm. I, it was awesome. Okay, I love like NXT does great squash matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. But I know I 100 percent agree with you. Whenever I see a jobber match, I'm like, well, I guess I can uh, I, flip oh, on the. Old I want to be interested in both people. Also, in NXT thing to remember is sometimes those are enhancement talent, like local mm-hmm. enhancement talent or whatever. But a lot of times those are people that you're gonna see as the people on NXT in two years. That's how yeah. I was feeling about Am- Amber Nova. That- she's very good. She's, yeah, she's like only a few years in the business. Two, two years, years, two years Damn. into the business. She's in her second year. Yeah, and, and she had a great show with Nikki Cross. I was looking to up to see like who she was, and definitely somebody else has that name that definitely has. Naked pictures. Oh, and I'm, like, I'm like Amber Nova. And it's like, oh no, this isn't what I was looking for at all. Yeah, wrestling names and porn names are very close. Very similar. Yeah. Oh yeah, less weed references and uh, porn. Wrestling. <laughs> 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 um, I never watched Hood Slam. <laughs> um, also, I thought Tyana Conti and Vanessa Bourne was sick. Yeah, Tyana Conti's um, awesome. She's. <laughs> 
I don't think either of them are awesome. I think they're both improving a lot. And yes, apparently, like there is a Brazilian faction on the house shows right now, including Tainara and oh fuck, what Cesar Bononi? Cesar Bononi and one other person is like that's maybe cool. Eichner? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't somebody. know somebody. Yeah. But it's like that's cool. It's like an intergender faction. Yeah, and, like the, I'll say the match was not awesome. I think she is awesome. Yeah, sure. I. uh I've just seen yeah. her wrestle a couple times, and I don't think she's good. Okay. Yeah. But she is still very green. Yes, like. exactly. And that's just the things like, they need to let people develop, like, in developmental. Yeah. And, like, NXT's, like, it's hard for them because it's, like, they're partly, like, the third brand, which is also better than a lot of the main roster stuff, and they're still developmental. But and I don't, they only have an hour a week. And so they need to, I think... This is just my two cents. Like, if they're not really ready to be on TV, and they're definitely a step behind, like we had Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae, yeah, who uh-huh. had a great match. If if you can't keep up or just be like something totally different than like the top people, and there mm. maybe shouldn't be on TV yet. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt about Vanessa Bourne like this entire time because like yes. character-wise, she does like she's doing something way different than has been around like for a minute. Like she's doing like. A sexy gimmick and not making it gross yeah like and like doing it in an empowering and cool way but like her in-ring stuff are you gonna are you gonna hot shame her hot that's scarlet oh god Scarlet. that's her Pedro. gimmick don't smoke show don't fucking she's like don't hot shame me oh, like, my, oh god. my god please stop yeah it's you're it, making this uncomfortable it's, for everybody th- it's like two steps away from being okay but that makes it worse that it's not <laughs> yeah and it's like, yeah, like it's cool. Like she wants to play up that she's an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Great, like fucking live it up. Like feel yourself. Like, but like, they're, like Impact's just making it real. Like '90s WWE. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Just stop. Like, it's yeah, yeah. it's weird. But, but like, um, yeah. Like, Tainara and Vanessa, I mean, to me, it looked like a very developmental women's match. Yeah. Whereas like last week, the Candice and uh, Shayna match was the best women's match. In WWE, that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by like a wide march, especially because yeah. we had fucking Lana versus Zelina Vega, mm. or even like Again. the Nikki. That was real bad. It was real bad. Oh yeah, but I'm oh, so. Oh no, open. you guys, you're smiling at me like you want to say you enjoy it. Lana is the best. Lana number one. Lana <laughs> is the worst wrestler. I don't know. Roster. Watching her le- this week is Marty. Nope, she's never mind. Better Marty than Carmella. I had a. She's start. better than Carmella. This is un- I I hate bring her back for the I hate saying too. this about a women's match, but to me it seemed like it was in service of Rusev and Almas. Well, like, of course it was. Yeah. Like, and and just putting Zelina in the ring to make, like show she can. It's good to establish that early. I wish it was just with someone better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I had a spark in my heart that was a potential that I could see for a really cool Aiden English heel turn. I think Aiden turning heel. No, he's so scared. He wants Rusev to be his friend. And it's he like keeps no, messing it up. This whole like I don't know who I am without you guys thing. It's like that's that's fuel for a fuck you moment. Yeah. And I I, I would like a heel Aiden right now. It's just um, I mean essentially this is just to make it so Rusev and Andrade don't have to be in the ring against each other. Yeah. But also can set up like if they do this, this would be the best way to do it. Do a fucking mixed tag match. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then like. Lo- Lana it's not, then it's not just using it no. to service. Yeah. And, and also, like, yeah. Lon, Lana has good spots. She's just not a good wrestler. There's a no. couple moves she can do that look good. Let so, her like, do when they do her fucking, like, mm-hmm. her kick. Let her fucking get the pop because she's. Everybody does love Lana. Mm. But then, like, get her out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, 
she like I feel bad for her because she didn't start training to be a wrestler until like not that long ago. Like, it, like yeah, a year sucks. and a half ago. And so like these people who especially like the women like let's say like a Becky and yeah. Charlotte who got to go through NXT when it was changing. You had Sarah Del Rey there just Or even Zelina like Zelina, who went up through TNA like did like the indies and stuff. It's like mm. it's gonna be a lot different than poor Lana who got like a crash course and did like some NXT house shows but like was and guided by every match she had was against a good band. very good worker. Like, like she used to do a ton of matches with uh uh Kimberly. Uh, who was Abby Lace? Mm. Oh yeah, did a ton of matches with her, ton of matches with Sarah Logan. Oh, okay, and so like these people who had been around the world and wrestled a ton, they would put her in there with them, and now they put like they're trying to give her a ton on national TV, and it's mm. just like and also yeah. like Zelina is a very good worker, but she is rusty, and it's obvious. Like yeah, it was obvious she in that hasn't Candace. wrestled in a long time, in a long time, and she, like she's also predominantly like a tag wrestler, not a singles wrestler when she was in TNA, because mm-hmm. like, they had women's tag championships at that point. It was her. No, uh, WWE will have the first ones. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Wasn't it her and uh, who's now a trainer Sarah Stock? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Like so, like she was. She's obviously rusty in the ring, even though she's good. Like, so put having like a a really rusty but good wrestler versus a very not good wrestler is not not like not a recipe formula for success. I think last week I also got mad because then we had Carmella versus Charlotte, and like Charlotte, like it's another person that's coming off of being off for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Carmella, who's just annoyingly bad. Again, like, and the, like, this also just Put highlights, Carm- like, why Carm- they fucking need women's tag division because, like, that's also how you hide some of these not as good workers. Mm-hmm. They, like, put them in for, like, spots, like, where they can do it. They don't have to wrestle the whole match themselves. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, Zach, that's a great segue. Um, so, we're pretty, pretty close to actually having a women's tag team division in the end. Seems like it. The, the, the yeah, Wolverine. Bailey and Sasha, or Bailey put out, or Sasha They're put out that call block, toast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is fuck yeah. Yeah. So, because so if the, if not, it's like they're gonna have like the the champions, like the tag champions, the tag contenders, and then the the uh, women's champion and the women's contender, yeah. and like that's the whole roster for yep. each yeah. show. And it's like you know, like somebody's gonna go like from the other team is going to go for the world title like when they lose the tag belt and so just get really predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hey, let's call up a lot of people. Let's get some good people up on TV. Uh, but besides the 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 obvious ones, Bailey and Shasha and the Iconics, the Iconics who would you want to see team up? And Becky. who would you want to say see stay singles wrestlers? Be- Becky and Charlotte, I think are going to team up. Well, I, I think it's going to be kind of a a rotation. Temporary. Well, it'll be like rotations of mm-hmm. like since like let's say like Right now, like Naomi is off TV. Okay. And so I could see her like doing that tag team because they had like teased that little like, hey, we're a group with her and Lana. Mm. Forgot they called it. Something about dancing. Glow. Machka glow. Yeah. Ravishing glow. Glow glow day. Yeah. And like I could see like use them because they're not being used. Like when Becky was just gone for a while. Yeah. Like, after she had filmed the movie, like, she was just still gone for a minute. The Marine 5? Yeah, it's like 12 or something. One of them. But, uh, no, just like, yeah, you, 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 it's just, it makes it so it's easier to develop another story. Yeah. Because now they're fighting for something, and it'll, even though it is a bit of a scapegoat and an easy way to book, 
at least it isn't just gonna be the stupid WWE like they're just catty because they're women. So yeah. Mm. Um. So if they call people up, the only one that's catty is Natty. Natty Cat is a cat lady. I if they call people up, I mean this is in a little bit. I'd love to see Nikki and Candice team up. Oh, that'd sure. be. I mean, that'd be. I think f- it'd be fun. That'd be great. I don't. I want. I don't, I don't like that team. <laughs> I do. I I think it's. I think it's great in three years when they have like done a lot when they're established like, yeah when they're established and when they've if they're like hitting a stale point yeah for either of them nikki needs to be with sanity and she needs yep. to make an impact for sanity when yeah she yeah i would like, want to see both of them kind of doing their own thing well yeah i would like that first because, of course um and just their characters they need to be on opposite ends um because i think that like i want to see them also fight yeah well and yeah we're I think, you, and that's why there's certain people you got to keep separate, mm-hmm. and, that, and that'd be why I'd want to keep them separate. That makes sense. Be- and we're used to seeing Nikki as a babyface because Sanity was a babyface in at the end of their run. Now in NXT, and she's a babyface. But Sanity are heels on SmackDown, and like for her to make a serious impact, she needs to be like okay. on their level of being a heel. Like mm-hmm. they should win the belts because she comes out of the crowd and like interferes in the match and makes them win the tag titles. Yeah, like yeah. that's how she should debut. Yeah. And I just feel like with her like very spastic fuck like fucking like assault offense where she would like Candace would sell really well for that. Yeah. And it'd be it'd work really well for her to um get sympathy because it's like this crazy person's mm. attacking her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she still fights out and shows like her perseverance and everything. I would love to see if this would be the, a tag team that'd be great. Would be Candice and uh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's, really good. You got, you got like both baby faces. Both can make great comebacks, and but both can also sell. Yep. So you don't have to have the Robert and Ricky like Rocco and Spress, where one of them always has to sell, the other one always has to get the hot tag. Mm-hmm. You can kind of change it up. It'd be a great team. Yeah. Should they all have names like the Boston Hug Connection? I like when tag teams have names. Do you yeah. like the name the Boston Hug Connection? You, I gonna, wish they weren't a team, but I know I'm not gonna lie. Sure. I, I like I like Boston Hug Connection. It's, I like the reference to it and stuff. It's I, just it's awkward. it's awkward as it's hell. It's not to say. the New Day. It's not Sanity. It's not it's, the bar. It's not any of these things. It's yeah. it's so awkward to say. But oh, yeah. the bar for I hated for a long time. Also, Rock and Sock Connection like. Rhymes. Yeah, that sounds way better than Boston Hug Connection. Well, they, they've done a lot. Like, like a connection's always like a, it's always a uh, old wrestling trope too. Mm. They've had like the Can Am connection and stuff like that. But no, it's just like one of those like. Eh. I wish that I, Sasha. I think I'm also just mad at that whole story. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish that Sasha teamed up with a really big wrestler so it could be the Boston Haas connection. That would be better. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Charlie Haas. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, returning Charlie Haas. I think he has like six Jackie kids. Jackie Haas. There we go. There it is. Jackie Gator. Jackie Haas. I just Boston I, Haas. I hope that like a year from now, like any like of the cool shit that they do with like the, the tag division that they're coming in or, or something. I hope. We're looking back like, oh, remember how fucking horrible uh, that storyline with them used to be and how much greatness has come from this Boston Hug connection? Yeah, I always think that. But remember, last year, Jinder Mahal was the champion. 
Um, what's really funny is they really, like, with Jindo, this is just kind of a little sidebar. I don't hate Jindo right now. No, dude, hell no. This was what they were doing with him before they moved him to SmackDown. Yeah. They, they oh, literally... Wow. It's literally they, the same thing. They tried it. They tried him as champion. Nope. So they brought him like, okay, we're going to do that thing we were going to do Jesus. last year with you. Mm. I, do, I do like him and Kevin together. Um, I think it's... it's I don't know. It gives Kevin something to do to make me giggle. I like... It just gives him a heater. Mm. Yeah. I like Jinder... When he's not in the ring, like I yeah. think he, I, his character, like even when his character his work face. was written fucking terrible mm-hmm. when he was champion, like I was like he's uh, doing the best anyone could do with this terrible writing. Yeah, some like, people are just bad at their job. I don't think he's that fucking bad though. He's got a good presence. No, I love his presence. I love his face. Yeah. But what do you think of him in the ring, Matt? You know what I think of him in the ring. <laughs> Hopefully, it's pretty bad. I think it's the opposite of pretty bad. <laughs> I do honestly think that Jinder Mahal is pretty good in the ring. I do. I think he's... What is your... Like, I want to know what your bar is. Because... bar like, <laughs> Because if he's pretty good, who's bad? Who's bad in the ring? Yeah. Matt doesn't say anything bad about anybody. I don't have bad wrestlers. I'll say... Clunky, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> it's in the ring. He's known concussion giver. Is he? Oh, I can see that. I don't think he's very good in the ring. So, like, the one wrestler you don't think is good is Titus O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I love but him. I love Titus O'Neil more than almost any other yeah. wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally the best person. Yeah. He's a great person, but, like, that's Oh, your... shouts out to Titus for retweeting us, yeah. too. We were retweeting him, but he did it back. <laughs> but, um... RT for RT. No, I don't know. Like, Jinder... If, if someone... Because if, if, you're talking about clunky. Jinder's clunky. He is clunky, but he has, like, a... Steroidy presence, maybe that's what it is. But he just moves around the ring better. I think. I think he 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 can get to his spots better than uh, like Titus. He had he's had one good match with AJ. Yeah, that was a good match though. And but want to know why it was good? AJ, because he just oh, worked real hard. Because they were that, he did that fucking karate chop off the who, rope for <laughs> Who was it that had that terrible botch at the Great Rumble? It was him and Jeff. It was him. Yeah, and and also uh, Primo or Epico. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Like, where are they? One of them was hurt like forever, and then like I have no fucking idea. They're just hanging out, I guess. I think that they literally keep them in the company to keep that family happy. So they can try to get that tape library. But mm-hmm. it's easy. But Matt, WWC. I, I appreciate your positivity. So if you went like, I, I, I appreciate it too. I think got a real Bo Dallas think, over here. I think because my, my we, standard of of pretty good is I look at him and I say, low. if I went to a local wrestling show and I saw this person performing this way, I would say that would be pretty good. Pretty good in the ring. No, see, because if I went to, let's I, say... I get that. I like it. Let's say Idaho Wrestle Club, if I went to that, I would judge that on a way different scale than I'm going to judge WWE talent. Way harsher. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, expect these, more. These indie boys! <laughs> no, I mean, I guess maybe it's a product of, like, I've watched so much, like, independent wrestling, New Japan, like, Ring of Honor. I've watched so much, even old WWE and WWF. Like, to the point where it's like, you see these guys, and there's no reason that they should be this bad, especially with the performance center and like all the stuff they have in place. And like, it just—it's almost frustrating that they are this bad. Like, I see genders like, there's no way you should be this bad. And he disappeared for a while when he was fired, and 
he didn't get any better. He just got musclier. I will say... Drew Galloway got real good. Yeah, I mean, well, I will say, like, other than the Colossus, I cannot name one fucking thing that Jinder Mahal does. Big boot. Big boot. Big boot. But Uh, still, never change. I'm not changing. The chop. He did that chop off, like, the second rope to AJ Styles. Dude, chops hurt, though. To the top of the head. (laughs) He was just like, ah, 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 and then, like, jumped off and did, like, a flying karate chop. Hell yeah. It was the fucking wildest thing. No, like, yeah, definitely be be positive and enjoy wrestling the way you do. But like, I just really want to know, yeah. like, your standard, because totally different. Like, and I'm also mind. working on the assumption that if you're going to be wrestling in the WWE, you got to be pretty good. <laughs> that see, I think that's where maybe the mindset needs to switch just a little bit. Because like, <laughs> look at Carmella, she's not good in the ring. You can't tell me otherwise. Her super kick's like halfway decent. You need to watch her match with Thunder Kitty, then you're gonna just fucking take all that back. Well, how many years ago was that? You know, people like a year and a half. Yeah, a yeah. She's been doing a lot of house shows. She's been doing better. Um, no, because they do a lot of tag matches on house shows. It's true. So she just moonwalks and sidekicks. So like, I just looked it up and really just put some things in perspective of how WWE still needs to get better about women. There's there are ten wrestlers. Female wrestlers in NXT that have appeared on screen so far, ten total. Yeah. So like we talk about them needing to call a bunch of people up, but fucking who? Like, so that's like such a weird double-edged sword. But they do have a ton of wrestlers that are there. Yeah. That and well, with the classic, if everything goes well and people say yes, they're gonna try to sign like ten, right? They'll sign some, and some are already signed. But also, it's like. They like NXT, like they have an hour and like they dedicate a lot to like the women's. They do, yeah. And especially, especially if you go percentage wise, it's a great percentage. Hmm. But yeah, like right now, there's 10. There are literally 10. Like, and then you look at like the men's roster, it's just like I'm still scrolling, still scrolling. Yeah, there's so many more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost forgot about this. So Renee Young. And Beth Phoenix are commenting for Evolution. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, Renee is going to get... The, I don't know if they're doing the Evolution. I they're doing the May Young May Young. May Young. May Young. Oh, okay. But, I mean... I wrote down the wrong thing. I think thing. that that think, is a logical, like... But May Young means to, they're doing so much more. When I, I don't, I don't think it's... TV. I don't yeah. think it's a stretch to say that if... Judging how, how that goes, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Renee Young was commentating on Well, to go along with that, she's going to be commentating the Go Home episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah next week. Which means week. no coach, no, no coach. coach, no. See, like, I would have been bummed if she was on it with coach because he, he would, talks over Corey. Yeah. Like, don't do that. And he would talk this shit over her. I think I, I hate him. I hate coach. I, yeah. I think you hate him, but I think that's actually what he's told to do. Yeah, probably. Oh, but no, he's but a the way he comes off, it's like he's just a baby trying to get a word in. Because well, he's actually a sportscaster, and like I'd watch him with sports or on sports. Is he good at that? Yes. Okay. He's much better at that. I believe that. And it's just like he's told to play a character like, okay. of this, like kind of know it all, like go against what they're saying. Like you're different. You're like this other. But he also he's, says things like that are little, fucking dumb. Yeah. Like he says some dumb things. Like yeah, that. like like rap star Jay Z gave Elias a guitar. He mixed up Jay Z and John Mayer. Yeah, who doesn't? I love it. I love it. Sorry, 
Uh, but yeah, I'm so stoked. Just I'm more stoked to hear Renee on the May Young Classic yeah. commentary because it's not going to be as overproduced as Monday Night Raw. Yeah, mm. I have a feeling since everybody like they're making a big deal about this, I feel Vince is going to have his nice shoes on. Yeah, I think oh, so too. Yeah. He's gonna be all, all especially right. because uh, I think he fucking knows how valuable Renee is. She like, doesn't they're know. They're trying to placate her next. I feel like a contract's probably coming up. I believe it so. is. It is like I saw. Actually, it was like one of those book culture videos. Like wrestlers whose contracts are up who might not resign. It was like, and she was one of them. That's another thing. Like she is so good at her job. Mm. Like like reacting to the wrestlers like a lot of people don't who interview people they don't react to the wrestlers at all they're, they're not just supposed to no oh. they're not supposed to she has the sway okay to like see it they are it, supposed to be mindless fucking robots see it adds more when she like reacts to them i miss talking smack so much oh, because yeah. of her yeah. like there's a reason why like, dasha and like kathy and fucking charlie and all these like they have like you see them like on these dot com videos, and they have a bunch of charisma, mm-hmm. and then you see them on TV, okay. and you're like, "Why are you a fucking it's robot?" The okay. same if they're as supposed like, to, then I'm not gonna be bad. It's the at same all. as wrestler, like wrestlers who get signed, who like do amazing stuff in the Indies, and then are so washed down in WWE. It's like they get washed down by the product, yeah. and yeah. sometimes some people can like excel through that, or some people are given the opportunity to. That makes sense. And some people aren't. I just, I just like. I just remember there were some things on SmackDown she did this week that she, like she's far and away the best. Like when uh, when Kofi was doing his uh, when um, like white guy shtick, yeah, uh, and like uh, interrupted the interview or whatever. Like she was hilarious in that. Mm-hmm. She was and like cracking up. She's so good with Nakamura when Nakamura's mm-hmm. just being fucking weird. And then she just learned to play the game on that, and then like was able to put herself into like getting like more of a character right mm. yeah and, and i i like that i wish i wish they would let the other ones do that too and she also like started on non like not as scripted live sports tv like in okay. commentary because she would did sports like tv shows in canada before okay getting this job like and she like interviewed for some espn jobs before taking this one like mm-hmm. she i remember her saying like she was like got a second or third like audition for sports nation which is a huge yeah. espn show like yeah i just i think it's cool and like i remember her saying she was like wary about doing commentary but now she seems excited about it mm-hmm. so she's grown a ton and i think that also i th- i think that she has the sway and like in the company now to not get bullied by Vince. Like, and also like it's shitty, but just trying to get into Vince's mindset. I don't think he want, he, I don't think he'd want to upset Dean Ambrose's wife. No. Yeah. Which I know that because of who Vince is, that's part of, that's how he's thinking. That's part of the way that he's going to think about it, which is dumb. He like, she deserves all the respect on her own. Of course. Of course. He is not, going to but it's, it's a very logical idea that vince would be like well i don't want to piss dean off my like second biggest merch seller <laughs> yeah. last year like yeah yeah doesn't yeah. want to do that yeah well i'm excited to hear her next week and i'm excited to see how like if how, like beth get better because like Same. Same. i she got better every week in the the mixed match challenge and, and then michael cole will be like a ton better because mm. everybody that's ever commentated or done anything like that related with WWE always has 
the best things to say about Michael Cole, and like he sucks on Monday Night Raw, but like on the UK tournament, like he was really good. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great play-by-play um, commentator. I hope he does his homework. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, I think yeah. he will. I, I do too. Um, I he I sucks still... because he is he is being exactly what Vince wants him to be. Exactly. Yeah. He is being exact like. Michael Cole is really irritating to listen to and like really not good. But like, listen to the things he's saying that suck. They're all like shilling for the WWE. He's yes. the one, like he does that stuff better than anyone else. Like, because he gets through it, even though it's annoying that he gets is doing it so he, much. Yeah. Well, there's like that one video that's like him having a conversation. He's like, I've said it like fucking eight times. How many more fucking times do I want to say it? Mm-hmm. Then you just hear, okay, no, no, you're right, you're right. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like he knows what he's doing. Like. And when he has chances to have personality, he's great. So I, I think with him doing just play by play, and then like having Renee and Beth kind of do like the color commentary of it, it'll be good. I mean, I wish it was Morrow. I do. Oh, I, yeah. I always oh, wish it was Morrow. I Morrow. do too. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be even better because Morrow puts would put every single one of those yeah. women over. Yeah, I, to the I, moon. I think that Morrow would be like better for the. Like for the product of the tournament, I think that Michael Cole might be better for those two learning to do commentary. Yeah, I think so yeah. as well. Because they would have to. It's hard keep to work off Morrow. of Morrow. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because you have to either you have to like either match him or you're gonna get lost. You yeah. have to match him or you have to gra- like be the grounded one and let him be that. And yeah. they shouldn't be put in that position. You, you like, want you want like Michael Cole in this. You want the 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 dude in this. Hmm. Like the, the the man. He wants you need him to be the 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 straight one, so you get the other two over and let yep. them yep. let them shine. Yeah, that's this a very is, that's a very good point. This is their like moment. Yeah. You yeah. want you don't Beth Phoenix fucking worked so long to get like little to no time in matches and to like be a fodder for Santino, like she deserves to like enjoy this. And Renee Young has been fucking like this groundbreaking like personality backstage mm. and like with her interviews and the commentary and everything like that that like this is her moment too like, yeah yeah and having michael cole just be like the kind of just plain ass like just like i'm just calling the action real safe yeah, yeah. nothing no, no real surprises it's your vanilla and the, exactly and they're the of real the Neop- of the neapolitan oh i was say because the- it's like you go to cold stone and you're like you know what i want to taste the toppings i want to taste all the crazy stuff going on so you get a nice vanilla base mm-hmm. yeah that's the way to do it. But I would also love to see uh, a full-time women's commentator Absolutely. Oh, eventually. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that they will probably move to that, but right now... They... You have to find the person and build the person yeah. first. Mm-hmm. They have to know what they're doing. Um, because right now they are um, into this. There's definitely, if you look at the commentary teams, there is a very striking thing that's on each of them. It's two white guys and one person of color. Mm-hmm. Damn. So right now... But not on Raw. Coach. Coach. Oh. Oh. Person yeah. of color. I thought it was a white guy. No. He's, He's got a very white guy name. Jonathan Coachman? Yeah. yeah That's yeah. true. Well, I mean, Percy Watson. <laughs> That's true. He wears bow ties, though. Yeah. Byron Saxton? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's just like... Well, that's what they're... That's what they're... Their diversity thing is okay. That's why, like, they replaced like Booker T with that, like with Coachman. Yeah. Or that's oh. why they had David Otunga. 
That's their diversity. Yep. Oh, okay. interesting, yeah. Like, it's just like when, like... Why do you think they added a, a third person in NXT? Or they added a third person on 205 Live? Wow. Both of them. Percy Watson, mm. who's who's getting better, and mm. he does have a good charisma about he, him. He yeah. doesn't have, like... He's not glaringly bad when he's bad. No. Compared to, like, David Otunga, who was, like... The most boring the person. The most boring person ever. Yeah. I thought it was glaring. That's a good suplex. It's... But it's just like when, like, a sorority is trying to, or fraternity, is trying to, like, they, college is telling them to diversify, so they just have, like, people of color as like pledges. One, like, one person yeah. of color. And one. they, like, yeah. It's yeah. just, like, that trope in college yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's what, like, literally what it is. So, like, as much as on some fronts they are trying to be a little bit more progressive, they still have, like, this... Weird mentality, like I mean, as, and as they, much they just like instituted like within the last couple of years, where it's like gotta have we're gonna have three man booth, two white guys, and we need a person of color. I and I mean, I imagine up until recently, like with the mixed match challenge and whatnot, I can't imagine. I in, in my head, I would think Vince doesn't wouldn't want a female commentator. Vince it's it's a male any... male dominated like sport, whatever. Look well, it's a that it's Vince a backs. it's a male dominated like. Commentary is male-dominated. Exactly. No, exactly. exactly. So it, it follows well, suit the with the whole company. The Ayers. Look at every single person. Like, he's a fan of Tom Phillips, because he was everywhere. He's a fan of Michael Cole. He's a fan of Mike Rowe. Yeah. These nondescript, and Mike Rowe, he loves dirty jobs. These nondescript white guys that all kind of look like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And look at all the females, aside from Renee Young. They're all these brunette women all kind of look like Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is, this is you look like my daughter. This is like, I'm not kidding about this. I'm going to push you to another podcast. Yeah. He wants people that look like him and he, and he wants people that look like Stephanie. Like, you look at fucking like young Vince and it's like, then you look at guys like Mike Rome and you look like guys at yeah, that's like, true. That's like weird. fucking Tom Phillips and my, like younger Michael Cole. It's like, he's going for a certain look and it's him. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's, that is weird. Even, like, some of the ones that haven't worked out still fit the mold. Like, Mike Adamley? Mike Adamley looks exactly the same. Like, yeah. nondescript, like, you would expect him to be on the news in a town that you're, like, staying at a hotel in. Like, yeah. you just turn on the news and there's that guy. That's what they all look like. <laughs> exactly. Like, a newscaster you're not familiar with. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like kind of like uh, like a town of like forty thousand people. Welcome to Rock Springs, Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> this is the evening news. I look like everyone you've ever seen in this chair at this desk. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's bust out the last round. Um, are we not going to announce the all the participants of the May Young Classic? I mean, do we want this episode to be longer than two hours? Do you think it'll be longer than two hours? I think we can get to the our classic. Okay. Pretty quick. Let's uh, them Just off. because like this is gonna start soon. They just had the yeah. of champions. Yeah. And we actually started that about forty minutes ago. That's true. And then we just really went off the rails. What's up, Raw? Yeah. We got women in as mu- almost as much as you did, and we're shorter than you. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, they just did, like I said, about forty minutes ago, the of champions. Yeah. Um, and here are the participants in the twenty eighteen Mayhem Classic. Okay. Uh, we have Caitlin. Um, Former WWE champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey Kat, uh, Catanzaro, who is uh, American Ninja Warrior. Okay. Um, um, 
Irish. first women, first woman to ever make it up the like the quarter pipe wall. Yeah, like, oh, sick. First, first person to make a finals ever. Hell yeah! yeah. Great athlete. Good uh, reports about her. Um, just in NXT live shows and stuff. Yeah, she's been there for like almost a year. Yeah, um, Io Shirai. I've heard star. amazing things about her. Yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley. So she was in last year. Yeah, she yeah. signed. She's super young. I think like twenty two years yeah, old. Yeah, she's twenty one. Fucking like buff. Yeah. For, former professional soccer player. Yeah, like, she's, from Australia. Like she's gonna be somebody to watch in the next couple. Of years. And yeah. she actually like seems to have a gimmick now based on the like her the, look. The, her look now because before it was just like athlete looking yeah woman. now she like, has like a little bit more nuance she's wearing like a leather jacket and like and then stuff we like have that, so. a veteran of the the squared circle Nicole Matthews uh, from the northwest actually from uh, Vancouver BC huh. uh, then we have progress uh, wrestling's Jenny who's also NXT UK yeah current progress women's champion uh, then oh, we yeah. have Deanna Perazzo just do signing yeah uh, Tegan Knox who we discussed already nice hopefully she uh, gets better yeah. I feel so bad for her. Like, I really do, because she's really, really good. Um, then we have Jessica um, Alaban. I don't know who that is. Uh, Reina Gonzalez, she is from Texas, was in last year. Mm. Um, also been on house shows all year. Yeah, and uh, Sick. she's probably getting a lot better. I know she and Rhea Ripley have been tagging, yeah. like, all year. And they're both, like, tall and, Believe like, Believe it buff, or not, so. super jacked. <laughs> um, then Kavita Devai. Who, or David. David. There. Uh, she was the first uh, Indian woman to be signed by WWE. She was oh, last year, yeah. and she... Was it against Candice? Yeah. She, it was either Candice or Tony that she fought. Tony. Candice fought Vanessa Borg. Yeah, so... And mm-hmm. was basically being, like, a giant monster character, because she's very tall. And yeah. Um, then strong. we have uh, Mia Yim. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's back. She's awesome. I think we... Um, a lot more known in independent wrestling. Does yeah. a lot of it. She's been talked wrestling. about a lot this year. Yeah, I just hope that Shelton makes it down to the performance center to hang out because they are I, best friends and that's amazing. Yeah. And they talk so much shit to each other. It's the best. We have Mercedes Martinez who is fucking great. Yep. Yeah. Semi-finalist yep. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the UK brand, we got Killer Kelly. Um, I don't know how to say this one because it's spelled Z E U X I S. Uh, yeah, I had to back it up to. Because they, whoever said it, they they said, said it wrong. It, they said it twice. They said it twice differently. And, differently, and one of them was very wrong. Yeah, yeah and so I, I'm not. She, she the one that is from uh, CMLL. Yes. Yeah. So okay, Matt. Yeah, Luchadora, and mm. masked wrestler. Gonna be awesome. Hell yeah. Then we have uh, from NXT UK, uh, Isla Dawn. Um, then we have Lacey Lane, who was trained by um, Dudley's. Dudley's. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then we have Karen Q, uh, Tony Storm, which is going to be a big favorite in this. She's yeah, yeah, she's probably going to go be the face far. of the NXT UK Women's Division. Yeah. yeah, which is she's super young, she's very good, uh, she's already pretty known like within like the UK and the US scene. So I think it's a great person to build that brand around. Um, then we have a Japanese fucking Joshi legend, Biko Satamura. Yeah, I, I looked up some of her uh, some of her stuff. It's badass. Oh yeah. Uh, then we have. Uh, the former Madison Rain, who's now going by Ashley Rain, just a couple weeks ago was fighting for the Impact Women's Championship. So, pretty good. She's been, um, she had a tryout with WWE. Um, this is the first time in like her 13 year career. Yeah. She's given, like, been given this opportunity. So, it's really cool for her. Um, then Priscilla Kelly, who uh, worked with like um, WWN, which is Gabe Sapolsky's group. So, 
they do evolve they do shimmer shine cool um fip she's still pretty young in the business and also like she does kind of like a goth like character yeah, yeah which i saw a lot of people being super shitty just being like oh it's Paige knockoff and stuff like no. that's like she's different like it's definitely, it's, she's real goth and it's because she wore purple gear and yeah. it looks like Paige's old gear yeah. but like people are quick to make those it's sort of super shitty and dumb that's like, dumb then we have a uh, second generation star, uh, Zia. That's what I've always heard. Zia, of Zia. Yeah, Zia, Zia Brookside. Brookside. They said Zaya, hmm. but yeah, Zia Brookside. And then we have she's uh, nineteen years 19, old. Nineteen. NXT trainer Robbie Brookside's daughter. Uh, really had, cool moment. Um, oh no, no, I didn't see her. Really cool moment in the action. You did. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, hmm. really cool moment um, on Twitter. There's a video of a fan shot of Robbie in the crowd watching, like... Oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Like, watching, uh, watching Zia uh, wrestle and, like, she coming over and hugging mm-hmm. him and everything. And he had never seen her wrestle before this. Yeah. Like, they, I saw an interview with them together, and, like, he's never seen her wrestle. So Weird. I think... I, I've seen that with families before, like, that are both in wrestling. It seems like don't want to put the pressure on them Makes to, sense. like... And or also, they didn't want them in the business, so well, they're like also, I think scared. She's been in Japan and doing and doing stuff in the UK as well. And he's been it, over here. She's over here. am I mistaken? She's Australian? No, she's British. 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 Okay, I knew she had an accent. Yeah, Robbie Brookside is like a legend of British. Wrestling. Okay, okay. Then we have uh, Hiroyu Matsumoto, who's another Japanese legend. Hell yeah. Um, she's gonna be great. Like the the two, like uh, Miko Satomura and Hiroyu Matsumoto, kind of the. Um, Wild card because like Io Shirai was like gonna come like that was obvious mm. but like those two coming from Japan they're a little older right like they're, they're older they're, they're very are they very like Mercedes Martinez like age yeah like, okay and maybe older even yeah they're like, just damn. so good and it's like you just don't expect to like them to go like WWE to go after somebody like that but like yeah, yeah. when you have like that kind of like respect and legacy that like that you can bring the tournament and then like. But even if like one of them doesn't win, or mm-hmm. like they go pretty far, or they don't, like whoever beats them is gonna automatically have some. I think of one of them is gonna lose in the semis. That's just like yeah. my prediction. Yeah. Like, it's like you get a lot of um, you get a lot of credibility to that person. Whoever, yeah, yeah. and it adds a lot of credibility to, to the, the whole to the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just think of it like it's wild that they signed them and it's like cool. Like yeah, because they like because of how much older they are than the typical female wrestler they get. Like yeah. Like, it would be shocking if they, like, say, like, Christopher Daniels showed up in a Royal Rumble one year because he's so fucking old. He's 80 years old yeah. by now. Yeah, I think at least. Like, but they, like, the, I could see that happening because he's a man and because of the way they look at men versus women. Yeah. So it's Even, even re- then, though, like, they just recently calmed down about age because hmm. they wouldn't sign even older dudes before. Yeah, like it's been, but they brought back Mickey James, mm-hmm. um, AJ Styles. I mean, even then, like there was a question like, oh, he's already old. Like he's older than like most of the wrestlers, like from the '80s, like when they were tired. Yeah, damn. And I, I can only speculate because I don't know for sure, but I can, I can only imagine that the these women who have been wrestling in Japan for however many years of, I mean, they probably had to fucking take their take their lumps more than a lot of probably some of the younger wrestlers who are coming up in an age that's it's more uh, like normalized. Joshi is, but the has most Japan. Brutal, the thing like, I don't know about Japan is Japan. They're always, young. They're young. Like I always refer, like reference like the like young boy, young lion things like New Japan, 
or even like uh, Noah, All Japan, and then like so women's wrestling is like, not like wrestling. It's like those leagues, like you know, Stardom, Ice Ribbon, like like any of the, the Joshi promotions. You're they they come up the same way. It's like very rigorous. You live in the dojo. Yeah. You fucking clean up after mm-hmm. everybody else. You cook everybody food. But they, has women's wrestling been more respected in Japan? Yes. Oh yes. Well, okay. Cool. Since the since the eighties. Yeah. Like Joshi. Yeah, like the Crush Girls and everything. It's like called that. Joshi wrestling. And Aja like, Kong. And, yeah. And also like like Jumping Bomb Angels made it into WWF yeah. because they were so good in Japan. Like. I mean, and, that's the reason why uh, Bull Meccano is because like she was part of the Crush Girls and mm-hmm. like she got a run in the nineties, but then also liked cocaine and got sent back. Yeah. Well, no, uh, then we have uh, Ariel Monroe. She she was trained by George South who is a southern wrestling jobber legend. Okay. And also, I'm pretty sure that she is married to Cedric Alexander. Oh, oh. cool. Um, then we have Vanessa Craven, who is a uh, women's cool independent name. wrestler. She's uh, like six foot one and like... Uh, Jenna... She's six two. She's oh, my height. Yeah. Hell yeah. She, Jenna said she saw her versus uh, Candice LeRae oh, uh, have a match and it was just awesome. Like It was a great dynamic. Um, then we have Zatara. I don't know much about Zatara. Uh, Zia Lee, who is Chinese, who was she was in it last year. It was in well. it last year. Cool. Um, then Allison Kay, who was Sienna in Impact, also and fought for the Impact title like a couple weeks ago. And yeah, she also um, went by Sienna there and was a pretty big women's wrestling independent person, like on Shine and Shimmer, okay, and all those. Uh, MJ Jenkins was another person that was um, trained by the Dudleys. She the one. With- Long hair, is she the or is she Big Swole? Because I mixed them up. Big Swole is the Ariel Monroe. That's right. And then the last person in it is Rachel Evers, who was Rachel Ellering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, trained by Lance Storm, which is why mm-hmm. she goes by Rachel Evers. And not the person who's been working really hard, like. Yeah, and also year. like she's been doing a lot of jobber matches before WWE, and like she kind of has a name. She even has a girl like little Tron and song and everything. Mm-hmm. She got fucking even more buff. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn. She's, she's she's like on the the parade. Like she just looked like like mm-hmm. fuck. She was. Uh, she's she, putting in some fucking work. She was like did bodybuilding before. Yeah, and like okay. you could tell she slimmed down to be like going to wrestling. Mm-hmm. But now she got like a little bit of like mass again. I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like, she and looked like you could beat up a lot of people. Also, mm-hmm. like remember to last year, like the fact that she was the one who had like. It was one of her, like, her, like, first matches of her whole career last year, and she, like, was in the match that they had to change the finish to Oh, win yeah. Because Marty Bell sucks. Marty Bell was so bad. Damn. Like, it's... and so that, like, and it's rough, the ending of that match is so botchy, but she still did it. Like, she got a call from a ref to change the finish of a match, like, in yeah. the ring and did it. Yeah, yeah. that's rad. So, yeah, um, it's going to be great. It doesn't start till September, but... Um, it's going to be a really good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'll probably have some uh, some of our significant others on this to talk about the real big importance of all this. So Jenna wants to talk about, because um, she's watched a lot more of these uh, women like actually wrestle and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. That'll be cool. Absolutely. And just like the impact, be especially because like, this year is way more stacked than last year. Just like the impact on kind of like where we've been like mm. from like last year to this year you can tell like mm-hmm. last year they were like let's get as many countries as we can into it to represent those countries even if they aren't the best workers this year they like still got like drew from so many different places but were like let's get the best fucking workers we can that this. are like, like not signed mm-hmm. which i actually think is like the right way to go like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i mean even then like they're not missing too many no 
Like what, like Tessa Blanchard? Yeah, but she was in it last year, and she's yeah. in a very good spot right now. Like, yeah, she's fine there. Mm. And she's also very young and will someday... They passed on her. Yeah. Some Someday she'll be back. Yeah, no, she'll be fine. She'll be back, and she will be, like, one of the biggest things in the company at that point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Mayon Classic's gonna be sick. Yeah. Very excited that it's weekly this year. Yeah. Like, I think that a lot of people watched one or two episodes last year and then didn't give enough of a chance i think having it just be a thing to look forward to every year or every I think week I, like i think i just watched certain matches yeah mm. i would like have it on but i'd be like phoning it mm. i definitely i watched all of it but there were a couple matches that like i was getting tired or like right I, yeah like after watching that many in a row it's just hard to i would just like i'd be playing on my phone but then it'd be like oh cool now it's like a candace match or, yeah, yeah yeah like oh me yeah, yeah, is fighting or something like that you know yeah like yeah. this year like getting like one like four matches or whatever a week like well especially perfect. coming from like nxt it's like an hour-long show where usually after nxt I'm like fuck i could watch more wrestling right yeah now. yeah yeah and that's like oh they're gonna give me more wrestling and it's in the same venue it f- it'll feel like the just natural transition yeah You'll have to like get over the fact that people are in different spots in the crowd, but that mm-hmm. happens in NXT with an episode sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's go to our Russell Boys Classic. We'll do a All right. quick boy. Want me to go first? Because it'll be easy. Yeah. It's Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Oh. oh. <laughs> this would have been harder last week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, Kenny Omega, snap decision. You know what, guys? CM Punk just needs a win right now. He just, you know. <laughs> he's having a hard time. He's having a hard time. <laughs> Yo, my championship. Wait, you didn't vote, Isai? Yeah, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny. it's Kenny. It doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> um, my championship is Kylo O'Reilly versus Kenny Omega. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, I want to yeah. watch I'm sure that. that's happened. Yeah. I'm sh- at also, some point. if we do the third place matches... I don't know how that works. We'll figure something it's out. It's Kevin Owens and CM Punk. Right. We should have a losers bracket for like redemption. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Redemption. Yeah, we let's let's definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, because we'll okay, do that next week. I'll I'll say like at least with this one, it's hard. Like Punk's body of work is actually really good, but Omega is like building this like non WWE brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the like, best right now. Like, CM Punk, like, what, like, you know, take out personal feelings about him right now. Like, what he did on the indies before going to WWE is, like, that era's equivalent, like, of what Kenny Omega is doing outside. Totally. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. It, like, there were other guys there with him, too, like Samoa Joe and, mm-hmm. like, and Brian Danielson and a bunch of other people. But just Kenny's at such a level right now. Yep. Like, he's IWGP champion. That's the most prestigious title in the world right now. And mm-hmm. then I... Not many guys shouldn't have held that belt. Yeah. No. And he's held it, yeah. I mean, he did just lose to Yano, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, okay. If Yano was in this, why even have this? Because he wins. Because he wins. That's true. We're going to have Yano Tom in the third one. We call this the Yano Invitational. Yeah. So uh, mine is uh, Shibata versus Johnny Gargano. Ugh. So in my head, this match would be... Is there a spot of blood running on your head? No, the, if I was the one producing this match, I would say you give 90% to Shibata. You give 90% of this match to Well, them. Johnny's the seller in this match. Mm. And you just beat the shit out of him for like 20 to 30 minutes, but you can't put him away. That's where yeah. I love Johnny the most is where yep. it's like he just won't he give comes, up. He comes, yeah. he always comes back. And then you can, like, what's nice about matches like that is like either like you can go with Shibata and have him just finally like 
put out, like, put Gargano out of his misery, but then afterwards, like, pulls him up, like, hey, I respect you. Mm-hmm. Or you have, like, Gargano with all his heart come out and, like, still get the win. And just, like, knowing, like, that next match he has, it's like, how are you going to put him away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to beat him? And also should be stated that the next matchup for you is versus Adam Cole. So. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to vote for Gargano. Like, I know Shibata mm-hmm. is a legend, and, like, his story is so, like... Shibata's a lot of also a what-if, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I love Johnny. Yeah. Like, Johnny Wrestling Forever. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Johnny as well, just because I slided him in the last WrestleBoy Classic, <laughs> and I just can't do it again. Yeah, yeah. So, I, it is also, like, also, I feel guilty about last year. But Johnny's character, as well, is, like, I'm so impressed with him right now. Because, yep. like, one, he, he got over as, like, the biggest white-hot babyface you could be, and now he's still a babyface, but he's added another he's, level. It's a little insane. Char- he's added mm-hmm. another level of obsession to his character that is so cool. Yep. So, I, I'm going... Uh, Gargano. Alright. Same. Jimmy Johnny. Alright. So Gargano versus Adam Cole. The Baby. Third, the third place match for the redemption. Have we is... gotten that one on one since Adam Cole debuted? I don't think so. I don't think we have, so. The yeah. redemption match would be Okada versus Shibata. Oh my god. So that's cool. And fon- <laughs> and phonetically that's fun to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okada and Shibata. May I say? Not that fun to watch, just because of what happened <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah, I really know what happens. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Hi, Katie. Hi. Welcome home. Hi. Okay, my match is William Regal versus Tomohiro Ishii. Shooters. To me, this one, um, I would go with Regal. Yeah. Yeah. I know nothing about Regal, so I'd go Ishii. I like that. It's up to Zach. Oh, fuck. I, I think Regal has just made way more of an impact on the business. Hmm. Like, it makes sense. I love Ishii. Like, he's one of those dudes that, like, I wish had a chance to be, like, in a bigger spot because, like, he's just so good. Like and That's how I always feel about Regal, too. Mm-hmm. Same with, yeah, same with Regal. Like, I yeah, I'd go with Regal. Like, and that's just more yeah. interesting as far as, like, what the next matchup is because now we get William Regal versus Daniel Bryan which is poetic oh. in a very very wow. did we ever get that in Regal's like last run yeah you there's d- d- on a, a superstars match actually yeah yeah but uh, no, like like on a you know this I mean it's obviously a fake tournament but like if you think about this like in a tournament aspect it's like fucking mentor versus fucking student seriously mm-hmm. it's, that's actually really perfect how that worked out yeah, and yeah. I like that the third the, the redemption match is Ricochet versus Ishii which is something I would like to watch yeah Sure, that happened in some tags at some point. Weird point. Yeah. Wait, or was what yeah, faction was Ricochet in? Uh, he was Taguchi Japan. That's right. So yeah, I'm sure that happened in some tag matches. Yeah, because him and Taguchi were uh, they're the funky future. Yeah. Their tag team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine is Matt Riddle versus Pete Dunne. I Matt, Matt Riddle. Damn. Thousand percent. It's easy. It's true. Well. I love Pete Dunn. I know. I fucking love Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's great, but if you look at the potential of both of them and how long has Matt Riddle been in the business and everything he's done and everything he's accomplished, as well as he can knock somebody out and break their jaw in two places. 
in nine seconds. Oh man, I watched that video. But I also, oh, I you did, I, dude. Yeah, it's a mistake. Yeah, it made me feel. Like, it made me feel bad. I was like at work. I was like, Ugh. like his head's bouncing off the fucking mat, just, just moaning. Oh god. When you see other MMA fighters cringe, like, like mm. when Quinn god, Rampage Jesus. Jackson says that was a knockout of the century. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no reason why Pete Dunne would go over on this in any tournament. But because Matt Riddle, yeah, he'd break his finger. He'd break his he'd break his naked foot. That's true. If any, I mean, if you're gonna go by that, like shooting wise. Well, if we were shooting it, Matt Riddle would murder him. Yeah, yeah. I just I just realized that Matt Riddle has now had to go against two former Progress champion deathmatch. <laughs> Fuckheads, because yeah. he just beat Jimmy Havoc in the first round. I, I, Matt Riddle just has like Matt Riddle's gonna be a WWE World Champion. So Eastside's Matt Riddle, Derek. There's there's no way he will. What do you be. say, Peter? You I know, love Peter? it. I love Pete. Oh, that's a what a that's a bad call. Wow, we all have different opinions. Weird. <laughs> I know, and it's wrong. I say, I know more about Pete Dunn, but I I am also gonna go with Matt Riddle just because I've, I've been watching some of his matches lately, and I fucking love him. Yeah, no, he's great. I it, saw him in person. His, oh, his yeah. character work is like really cool because it's like a real person. He just like loves getting stoned. Well, uh, yeah, which yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but I also <laughs> I listened to a few interviews with him, and the way he thinks about matches is. It's just so cool. Like, he was talking about how he had a match with Ellsworth, and he's like, dude, we got it. And I guess Ellsworth was just fucking terrified. He was, yeah, he was Aww. terrified to work with him. Because I think people, it sounded like people in the back were like, dude, like, fucking, like, be a little rough with him. He be a doesn't, rough with Ellsworth. He doesn't seem scary when he's wrestling. But no, he's a UFC fighter. But he's, he's a terrified. legitimate UFC and fighter. And so he's trying, he's trying to convince uh, uh, Ellsworth to be like, we got to do, like, the, I got to go for the, the chin shot, but miss. And Ellsworth was like, no, I don't know. And, like, he was just like, no, dude, people are coming here. Mm. Like, the, the way he, like, said, like, it sounded like he bro, laid it people out. People are coming here. To people are coming here to see, like, if I, if we don't miss that chin shot, bro, people are going to be disappointed. Matt Riddle <laughs> fought James Ellsworth and Minoru Suzuki on the same day. <laughs> Because that was the same day he fought Minoru Suzuki. That's fucking yeah. insane. What the fuck? <laughs> but I'm also going to go with Matt Riddle. That's that's dope. I love him, and I'm excited but to I see more Pete of him. I love Pete Dunne. And I, 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 I'm a yeah. huge Pete Dunne fan, but like with this one, for me, it's like you have to look on upside hmm. on both of them. And oh, I think they both have a upside. lot of potential, a lot of upside. It's just Matt Riddle, to me, is going to be a world champion. I think as long He's as... He's going to be like the SmackDown world champion. Dude, put him against years. fucking Brock at SummerSlam. No oh, build. Right now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Let us shoot fight. Shoot fight. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He would win, probably. probably like, Matt win. Riddle, like, I think is guaranteed... As long as, like, nothing gets fucked up, his career just goes, like, smoothly, he will be world champion. I think... Uh, once tri- if Triple H takes over within five years, It'll Pete Dunn SmackDown World Champion Pete, in like three years. Yeah, Pete. If Triple H takes over, Pete Dunn could be. Yeah, he he's way too small and not yeah. like typical looking for him to be world champion while Vince is in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I mean, I just been I just also watched recently Matt Riddle just. Watch that. We, break, Katie and I watched that. Uh, yeah, well, I do that video was fucked up. I should not watch that at work. But uh, <laughs> also, you guys need to find the officer gentleman with Matt Riddle, and he discusses how to uh, how he would fight a bear. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, it, I would love it, to. I would it, love. No, his. All right, I'm solo matter. Will you please tell me how to find that? Yeah. That's perfect because Pete yeah. Dunn is the grizzly guy. The grizzly. He's sure. got grizzly merch. His, his thought process on how he would have to do it and how he would like get the bears back and like use its extra skin and fur as like a gi almost and choke him out with it. It's fucking wild. <laughs> That's like, amazing. He's thought about how to like. I need to. Animals. I need to see that. Okay, book him versus Daniel Bryan using his bear fighting style. <laughs> we might get it. Uh, so what's your next match then? Uh, fucking Eddie Guerrero versus Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle. Oh, oh, what's your third place? Pete Dunne and... Uh, Nido. <laughs> sick. Both are very sick. sick. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. So next week we'll do third place? We'll do, figure it out. Do, or both? We can do, yeah, we'll figure it out. Because next week we'll talk about, we'll do the Summer Sam's pre-show. Oh, yeah, we got to so, do, we can just do fucking both of them. Fuck our championship and our third place. Yeah, let's do it. Because, I mean, if we really want to get a true third place, mm-hmm. the person who loses the championship would have to fight then the third place match. Yeah, that's what it'll be. This will, this is the loser's bracket. The okay. Ford, whoever, like, whoever wins this is going to fight the second place guy yeah okay cool then, then we can do redemption mm. Ooh. i like that redemption's all your mind when you think about yeah i just realized matt riddle has been fighting all cheaters this entire <laughs> bracket for me oh oh because he fought watched... jimmy havoc pete dunn and now eddie guerrero <laughs> oh yeah he's over but he we watched overcome. that uh, matt riddle versus will osprey at uh i can't remember what the promotion it's, was yeah it's during wrestlemania weekend right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, you know, yeah. Mm. Both of them, like, wrestling, like, 30 times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Riddle was the MVP of WrestleMania weekend this year. Like, he had the most matches and most really? appearances by far. So Joey good. Ryan was the year before, and then this year it was Matt Riddle. Uh, Ricochet was. Oh, Ricochet was the year before? Yeah, Ricochet. Was. Joey Ryan had one year. Yeah. But... I think him and Ricochet might have been tied or something, but, mm. like, they did a thousand matches. Yeah. I mean, and Matt Riddle also did that thing where he fought, like, 12 people in a row. God. This year. So. I just want to be in the fucking uh, the jo- I want to be in the Joey Janela clusterfuck, and I want to fight the Invisible Man. <laughs> also, or Virgil. Yeah, I want to get, take a Canadian Destroyer from Marty Janetti. Mm. Yeah, Hurricane yeah. Rana from Virgil. <laughs> no, seriously though, uh, there's a Joey Janela show that's coming up. And it's gonna be able to fight. I think it's gonna be on Fight Network or whatever, or Fight TV or whatever. I want to watch it really bad because like these shows are just. They're out of control. They're like freak show like type like booking, and it's yeah. like they're gonna have like a clusterfuck battle royal, and like the invisible man's probably gonna show up as in somebody just fights themselves and takes bumps for nobody. I love Hell it. yeah, I love that. I love it. So yeah. All right, let's get in some quick quick plugs. Duck shirt. <laughs> Duck shirt on things. Um, go to bit.ly slash Russell Boys merch. Buy a comfy ass shirt. All money goes to races. I'll match it. Yeah. Also, if you go to uh, audibletrial.com slash cast, any of you that sign up for a free audible.com account and get a free book, we are going to be donating all that money to races as well. Yep, R-A-I-C-E-S. And you should go do that, and then you can cancel it. Yeah, you don't yeah. want it after you can fucking immediately cancel it. Yep, I don't care what you, you still want. get a book. We get your money. It's not even your money. It's the the money of it is the money universe. of Amazon. It's yeah. Jeff fucking Bezos's money. Yeah, fuck And em. if you can take a fucking fifteen, fuck if you can take fifteen bucks out of Jeff Bezos' pocket, fucking do it. Put yeah. it in the hands of people who really need it. Do it. Yeah, do yeah. it. Good people. Um, also, uh, shout out to Isai for. Uh, and Zach too for tag team in our social media. We got a presence now. 
I'm going nuts, and I'm sorry. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, it's okay. Go for it. I, I, I use that one more than my own Twitter now. I can tell. I, I'm, I'm going to have to re-download Twitter to keep up. Cause I'm just trying to just yeah. put out content, talk to people. talk. Getting fucking Titus O'Neil to retweet. Yeah, getting that Titus O'Neil wrestling yeah. retweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But Derek, where are you on the internet? Oh, uh, Ostercoaster on Twitter, uh, at Blue Oster Cult with a V on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fine. Hell yeah, my my internet presence is fine. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. My internet presence is lacking. But I, I, am good, at- I made a one good joke this week. What was it? Um, French trivia night named Joey Triviani. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's a, only a few people would like it. It's good. But uh, only I'm, real 90s kids will get it. I'm at God. Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Yeah. My videos keep getting uh, flagged and then blocked. So I'm, I'm reading up on fair use law. I'm going to figure it out. But uh, that's where I'm at, at. You just need to yell the whole time. Do you know what's so fucking weird? Is you can use like copyrighted content if you're making fun of it, or if you're using it as a tool for teaching, mm-hmm. but you're not teaching strictly, people how to play drums. That's not. I, I mean, maybe there's an argument for it, but I don't. Yeah, I'll figure. I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, also at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. He's a cute dog. And he does cute fucking shit. Hell yeah. Here's the here's a pro tip for me. Like, just take a different copyrighted thing, place that sound clip over top of it, and put it at the beginning of your podcast episode. <laughs> and it's fine because it's transformative it's, somehow. Uh, what, what I'm running into your, it also means people are watching your shit. I'm like, am I on WWE's radar? Yeah. But, uh, um, it, it also could be a. Uh, it's an algorithm thing, yeah, I think. Too. Yeah. But, but what I'm running into is a problem with using the video and not the audio. Um, I think because my drums over the audio is fine enough to like get around all that mm-hmm. stupid laws if you're the fucking narc out there no fuck dumb. narcs yeah constable oh man it's probably corbin you know he looks he because you haven't himself. done him yet do corbin and then it'll be okay fine. we'll see if this all goes tag him see if he untags that <laughs> that's good fucking still for in forever king of skullet club yeah you bald ass skullet club asshole <laughs> i love him he actually seems like a nice guy yeah he's like a really nice guy his, his his i'm keeping character. it kayfabe yeah yeah well, you can follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter and Good at name. My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Great name. Follow us at WrestleBoysCast. Good podcast. On Twitter at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. Great Twitter presence now. I, I post a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. Thank um, Yeah. Thanks for listening to this two hour and 15 minute episode. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry there were no goofs, if that's what you come yeah, for. Yeah, we only had one Brett. And that Brett was only it. showed up for like a minute. Yeah. And just talked about how bitter CM Punk was. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, he got tired of hearing about CM Punk and left. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This podcast has been very CM Punk heavy. Um, this now entire you all, podcast. If you didn't know, now you know he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. So it probably won't. I probably won't talk about him as much anymore. Also, one quick we thing before we end. The lawsuit that's happening. Yeah. That's true. One quick thing before we end. I want to give a shout out to Eric Larson for watching the uh, Kenny Omega match. Hell yeah. All the way through and immediately tweeting me about it. Or not tweeting me about it. He texted me. Hell nice. yeah, Eric. Talking about Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's he's dipping his toes in and went for an hour and That's a four good, minute good long to match to, yeah. to do it. So oh, yeah. I hope you like I hope you liked it, Eric. Yeah. Also, yeah. shout out Zach for just being able to just shamelessly just fucking show our shirts. That was great. Yep. Mm, that was awesome. Oh, marketing. Of course. Awesome. Like I just like was like, oh man, I shouldn't do it. I'll just like reply back, maybe he'll look. And Zach's like, hey, fuck this. Let's yeah. do this. I 
I tweeted at a stranger saying, please buy our shirt. And then he, when he liked it, I've considered that enough to give a follow-up. So. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I have no shame. Buy our shit because we're giving it to good places. Yeah, buy our fucking Also, stuff. thank you to people who did. Yeah. A person in Canada buy it. Yeah, who We have are a new you? listener in the UK. That's all rest. Hell yeah. Thank Hello, you. Friends. Thank you so Hello, much. Hello, we appreciate people. you. Do see if you guys... Uh, if you guys listen to this like all the way through, we're saying hi to you. Say what's up on Hello. Twitter. Say sup. Um, also, shout out to Isai. I had a, a weird phone week, and he called my nerves when I asked him stupid questions at 1030 at night. So appreciate you. Yeah. Friends. Well, friendship. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. Russell Boys 316 says, life's short, stunt it. Give a little damn, what's up?